welcome everybody to episode 38 of the Bombshell Podcast. I'm your host, DK Dynamite, and my stream deck just bugged out and played like the wrong intro, which is hilarious. I but, saw that. Yeah, that's actually <laughs> hilarious, but welcome everybody. We're not quite there just yet. Uh, I feel like it's been a hot minute since you and I got a podcast in. I think it's because yeah. you went on vacation, right? It was, I think, two and a half weeks ago. You went on vacation. You came back yep. on the Friday, but... Uh, you were obviously exhausted from your trip, so we didn't get a chance to. Uh, yeah, and and plus, I just I really wasn't feeling cod that week. Uh, just I just <laughs> I just really did not want to think about or talk about cod at all. Totally so. got you, bro. Totally got you. Uh, yeah. And then it was I think a week after that, I had Rara as a guest. You also couldn't make it, but it was totally fine. And then uh, last week, obviously, we couldn't do an episode because. We obviously had uh, <laughs> a very long stream done on this channel. It was like, oh, my God, it went like 11 hours long. I still can't believe that, by the way. So my original plan last Friday was, like, all right, let's go live in the morning. We'll count down to the supposed year two DLC. And then from there, we'll go ahead and, like, you know, do a two-hour break, get a podcast in. Obviously, that didn't happen because, uh, as we'll talk about later, WMD ended up getting delayed, and we thought... It would have dropped later that day. So I'm like, all right, let's stay live for a couple of hours. And that turned into an 11-hour gameplay stream where we had so much fun dropping nukes, open lobbies. Uh, hell of a stream last Friday. Thank you all for being here. Uh, somebody said audio sound weird. Uh, does it sound weird? Is it yeah, I would say my weird, my mic sounds weird. Uh, might be, uh, I mean, it might be a Discord thing as well. Yeah, we'll see, chat. Yeah, we're still, if anybody has suggestions too, we're, we're definitely looking at uh, any other... Any other method we could do this podcast besides Discord? Because Discord is really, really strange as of lately, uh, connection-wise. And yeah, let me fix my I fix my stream deck as well. I can't believe it just played like the wrong intro twice. That's hilarious, chat. Uh, I'm not on the I'm not on the webcam, Mike. Uh, I am on the Yeti. I don't know why the Yeti's sounding like that. Uh, yeah, it could just be a, a Discord thing today. But yeah, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, we're currently at what I would say is one of the weirdest stages i think in call of duty i actually put a tweet out about this yesterday and it got some interesting responses to say the least it actually kind of blew up overnight a little bit uh i got a lot more responses so i <laughs> i want to jump into that but before we do as i have written down here let me cover this before i end up forgetting uh first i think i'm kind of on a schedule right now of like uploading a video every other day because there just isn't really much going on with call of duty and and i really hate to say that because it should be the opposite, right? We have Warzone, you have MP, Zombies. Uh, so much, technically, that should be going on, and there just isn't. And that's just the result of what I predicted a good year ago, which is, look, Vanguard was already at an all-time low the moment it leaked. I mean, there just there has been interest in it. And uh, I hate repeating myself, too, almost every week about that. But I think people need to be reminded of what's really going on because there's people that genuinely believe Vanguard's doing fine, and it's not. Um, also, you can also use code Dynamite to save 30% off all G Fuel orders from now until March 14th, this Monday. Take advantage of that while you guys can. And also, in case you guys haven't seen it yet on my last gameplay stream, I'm loving this controller. What do you guys think of this remote? Anybody in chat? If you guys can see this on YouTube, let me know. Uh, aim controllers did a great job making me a custom remote. I put my control freaks on it as well. Paddles on the back. It, it, it's a work of art, man. It seriously is. And yeah, I'm really happy I got this because my other DualSense remotes that I got when the PS5 dropped, uh, they all have stick drift magically. So that's really, really unfortunate. But aim controllers came in clutch. You can use code Dynamite to save 10% off any order on their website over 50 bucks. So definitely appreciate the support on that. We actually rocked it and got our nuke with it um, last gameplay stream. I mean, I wish Majority would have joined that gameplay stream. We were we were just, <laughs> we were controlling these lobbies, my guy. Oh my God. We were going yeah. off and uh, 
we'll, we'll, we'll I was just I, I was just playing uh, zombies that day, but yeah, apparently um, uh, my mic always sounds like this, which it's I, yeah, which I know it always sounds like trash. I don't know why it sounds like trash. I've tried to fix it. I've done a lot of research and I'm trying to is fix it. Is your gain it. all the way down as well? Make sure your gain is. Uh... It's on the back. Yeah, it's on the back. The gain should be all the way like at the like at the lowest possible point and then tick it up a little bit. That's usually how my Yeti is when I, when I use that for uh, other commentaries. But okay, I just. Oh, now you're mute. <laughs> what? Okay, now you're good. I can hear you now. Yeah, it's uh. Someone said you're so loud. Yeah, the, so loud. What the hell? I'm pretty sure it's a Discord thing. I have to just assume it's a Discord thing. It just has to be. There's no way it's not. What about that? Is this better? Oh, you're you sound fine. Yeah, keep it like that. Keep it like that. And just I guess get close to it. Not too close though. Uh, <laughs> not too close. Yeah, not, not too close. Not too close. But the, the first thing I, I want to go into chat is something that I tweeted real quick. As I'll show you, uh, I think I got some really interesting replies, and I want to I hear everybody's take on this, whoever's in live chat right now. I put, Call of Duty might just be one of the weirdest places it's ever been right now. What do you guys think? And there were a number of responses, but one of them I replied to, which is something you guys might agree with, is I'm just not a fan of, oh, MW2 will save us when COD was already in a great place just before this past November. The cycle continues, I suppose. And you had people that disagreed with that, and then I, I didn't get a response from them back, but... What I replied to them was, Cold War's entire cycle was very well received, and creators who gave it a chance, who were thriving in my opinion, also felt like the roadmaps, marketing, and surprises were on point each and every season. Uh, I, I still stand by that. I mean, I mean, help me out here, Fajardi. Do you think COD was in a great place before Vanguard came out? I, I think it was, but correct me, maybe I'm crazy here. I thought COD was in a great place. Before I mean, I'm really thinking I think people I think people thought it wasn't in a good place because they were so focused on oh when Vanguard comes out it's gonna get so much better. Um but obviously that didn't happen because people were, were sleeping on the how good we had it um back in the summer and previous. But luckily it's uh you know, with uh with the content we got with it, it didn't it didn't seem to be getting as shattered as it is now with, with Vanguard because I feel like in season two, like I, I, I didn't play season two for a day. I was off that game already. Like oh, for right, Vanguard, right. Yeah, yeah, for Vanguard. Like there's just there's just nothing a sustenance, which is really sad to say. Yeah, I'm actually rocking a colder shirt right now. It's like chat. I'm, I'm at this point uh, embracing being called a Treyarch shill or a colder fanboy. I don't care, man, because it just looks like the energy around year two has been so positive and, and so fun. We just wish there was more of it because obviously year two DLC got delayed. Uh, as I wrote here first in our topic box. So last Friday, as I said, they confirm, hey, we have a blog post. We have the Vargo 52 coming out, which was great. The Mastercraft bundle and WMD. So I go live in the morning because I'm like, oh, everything's going live at like 11, 12 o'clock. And yeah, we're live. We got some really good gameplay. Dropped the nuke live. Our, our, our chat was going crazy. Ton of fun. All of a sudden, the bundle releases with the Mastercraft. So does the Vargo base version. That comes out. And then we're like, okay, there's no WMD 24-7 playlist. What happened? And we get no mention of it. So I keep doing these countdowns live on stream. I'm like, all right, let's count down another hour, another hour, another hour. Let's see what happens. And all of a sudden, four, I think it was like maybe five hours passed by. And finally, we get a mention from Treyarch that it got delayed. So I'm like, wait a second. The weirdest thing about this, right? And that's why I wanted to go into it, is that hackers have been playing WMD for weeks. They've been playing the map for weeks, right? They even went as far as to boot Onslaught onto WMD. Craziest thing. And... All of that's ready to go, but then it's like the map got delayed. I mean, it can't possibly be 
you know, uh, some type of bug. Or, it has to be, I mean, I'm going to say it right now, and people are going to find this controversial. It just has to be the conflict in Russia. There is no other explanation that I can imagine right now. I mean, what do you think about this? Because I, I, I put a poll out about it on Community Post, and I got some hilarious responses saying like, oh, that's BS. Uh, I got to unsub. This is, this is horrendous. And it's like, dude, what are the odds? WMD and the Ravenoff bundle as well are Russian-related. Uh, come on. You see what I'm getting at here? I mean, what, what do you think? What do you think? It, I, I would agree with it, but if if that if it were to be delayed for that reason, they wouldn't tweet it out 24 hours prior. Oh, we're releasing WMD and this tomorrow. Um, and True. Then, like, because obviously the stuff is already going on before that. So, you know, it's, it's a little bit... Uh, I think that's a little bit weird that I would... Yeah, let's just take out this part of it, even though the Vargo is a Soviet uh, AR. The the thing is, the thing in the file is actually called uh, AR underscore Soviet. So, uh, you know. That, yeah, and before I follow up on that, yeah, somebody said, uh, yeah, I, I heard that as well, that you're too low. Hold on, I'm, I'm going to turn up my... Uh, what about what about now? A little bit more. I mean, now I'm just turning up to where it was, so I, ch I tried to fix it. Yeah, it, okay. I, I think keep it there, though. Keep it there. Keep it there. I'll keep it there. Yeah, keep I it mean, there. I if mean, it, if it's too, if it's actually... I'll put up 75%. There we go. I'll do that. Yeah, okay. I think we're good now. Wait, say something again? I just want to hear that again. Um. Okay, you're good. You're good. <laughs> I just... <laughs> tweaking it live on stream chat. See, every week we use Discord, there's always, there's always different issues. Uh, I, it sounds fine. Um, no, so to follow up what you said, exactly, right? It's weird how the Vargo is codenamed the Soviet AR, there's a blog post about everything saying it's going to drop tomorrow, then all of a sudden it gets delayed. But then I almost feel like at the last minute is when Activision said, hey, you got to delay mm -hmm. that. I, I feel like it was a last minute thing because then I think it was almost the same day we had gotten confirmation that Activision was suspending all game sales in Russia. So I get what you're saying where it's like, well, why would they have put a blog post out about it if, if Russia yeah. was an issue? But then to kind of play devil's advocate, it's like, wait a second. They also suspended their game sales in Russia, and the Vargo isn't called the Soviet AR, like, in-game when you see it, whereas WMD, it's like, in your face, this is Russia. I, I, that's just what I'm leaning towards, mm -hmm. but at the same time, and uh, here's the thing, I don't agree with the delay, though. Some people out there might think that, oh, I'm all for delaying it because of the conflict. It's like, no, 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 delaying year two content or delaying, you know, the Ravenov bundle because, you know, it's a Soviet-era skin that's not going to hurt Putin in any way. And we're not going to go into like the politics of it, but it's like, what the hell is that going to do? Really? I get it though. Like there's a sensitivity around the subject. So I get it. I don't necessarily say, yeah, that's the right move, but I get why that's the case. But to kind of go into that too, as you guys have seen, as a reminder, under all my recent videos and streams, you will see a Ukraine fundraiser. I think the one that I have has raised $10,000 under, uh, I think under my channel, it's raised a couple hundred, but in total, the whole organization has raised 10K, which is phenomenal. Um, and, and that's the thing, Chad. It's like, I, I, I obviously stand with Ukraine and I feel really, really horrible about what's going on. But I think Rara put it really good last week or our last podcast where he's like, hey, we're here to entertain. We're here to kind of branch away from what's happening in the real world, especially yeah. on a Call of Duty podcast. So we're not going to be here talking about politics and, and all these other things that obviously... Uh, are not exactly relevant to the entertainment we're trying to provide. But obviously, still showing support in every way that we can. But um, th that's personally my theory on why WMD got delayed. I can't think of any other logical reason for it, considering hackers are playing every mode possible on it, including unreleased modes, which is hilarious. Um, but with that, I was, I was also kind of worried. I'm like, wait a second. Are we about to see Cold War updates every Friday? 
because that would kind of that would kind of throw off our podcast schedule a little bit if I'm streaming in the morning a gameplay event right with new content and then podcast then that, that would have been a little weird because we were obviously on a oh thank you Spider Man ten thousand one hundred forty seven bucks for Ukraine that's amazing excuse me uh, we were obviously on a schedule of like Tuesday Thursday Sunday for for new Cold War bundles during year one so. They kind of broke that, right? Because they dropped the Vargo on a Friday. Do you think they're? Do you think yeah. that that schedule is kind of like a little off whack now? I mean, now it could be just be random, or um, what, what do you think about the schedule now? It's kind of it's kind of a weird one. My, my theory about that is like, when does seasons drop again? When does that stuff drop? What do you mean? When do seasons drop? Like, like during the cycle? Like, what day was the cycle? Oh, like, wasn't it like? I swear it was like Tuesday night into Wednesday. So technically Wednesday morning for some people, if I'm not mistaken, or was it the other way around? Was it Wednesday night into Thursday? I can't remember. I feel like it was Tuesdays. Pretty sure it was Tuesday night. I forget, but the the thing I was going to say about it is that I know they released a bundle then, like at a really weird time. So, you know. Right. I I think uh, at this point, it it might just be like sporadic, but there is something I I want to pull up real quick that I think might make people pretty happy. I'll cover this in a video at some point soon. You see, I'm not trying to spam year two videos every other day, but so far that's been really all there has been to talk about. Uh, yeah. Here's the list right here. I didn't even see this tweet until I think this morning. So Cod Sploits, who is a known spicy individual on Twitter, look at all the upcoming blueprints in Cold War Year 2. We have one for the Amp, Nail Gun, Diamati, two for the Ironhide, which is shocking, one for the Street Sweeper, one Tech 9, two Swiss, that makes sense, we already saw one of them, uh, one grab, 74U, a Pellington, Krig, AK-47, FFAR, Bullfrog, C5-8, AUG, LC-10, ZRG, Stoner, M16, Lapa, Groza, Farah, Carve, Battle Axe, and a MAC-10. Dude, that's a lot of fucking blueprints. So, the first thing I get from that is, okay, year two really hasn't even started because there's so much shit that it's probably gonna last the rest of the year, I'll say that. Number two... <laughs> Is a comment I'm gonna pull up right now. We're gonna read it early from more of these people because actually it's actually a good comment uh, that I, I screenshotted. It's actually the reason why you just know Cold War outperformed Modern Warfare, and and who cares? But for those out there, they always cope and they're like, "Oh, MW did better." It's like, oh, it's like I, I don't know what the fuck you're getting at, but Cold War clearly in the microtransaction department has absolutely thrived uh, to the point where Activision is like, "We need more." Uh, we need a lot more. Let me see if I get this comment. Unless I forgot to post it in here. I think I did put it in here. If I didn't, I'll just paraphrase it. Uh, yeah, I think I didn't put it in here. I'll just paraphrase it. So essentially what it said is clearly, uh, clearly Cold War's microtransactions thrived hard enough to warrant that much more content. Whereas Modern Warfare only got, what was it like? I want to say it was like four more bundles. Not very many at all. Yeah, and that was across the entire year. That was the entire year of 2021. And it's like I mentioned a little bit last week, which I want to get your thoughts on this. They never opened up the COD Partner Program once throughout Cold War. They opened it in Modern Warfare for the first time and again recently for Vanguard. Is that, te- is that Does that tell you, like I think the comment also said this, does that tell you that the Cold War, I mean that Cold War's microtransactions did not need a boost from COD creators or COD partners. Whereas MWs and Vanguards kind of did to where they're like, that's, we want more people to promote it. What do you think? That's, um, that's definitely a, a theory, to, uh, an interesting point to talk about because it's, I mean, obviously, you know, you're thinking of uh, Cold War, you know, you would probably want more people to be invested if it was, 
uh, selling so well, but uh, to the opposite point, oh, maybe the bundles weren't selling well, so that's why you give a new wave of creators code so then they can, you know, um, promote the bundles that aren't selling that well for, you know, it's kind of a trade-off. You get you get this what you get this amount uh like whatever the contract says i don't know what any of it says but um you get this percentage and then obviously you just promote the bundles and that's there you go that's how you easy clap marketing bundle sales right right yeah. and, and my whole point about the the uh cod partner creator codes the whole time i said it even in videos i'm like i can care less about the commission i said if i had one i don't mind donating every cent i ever make from that to charity it's not about that i think there just should be a way for any creator, especially the ones that do it full time, to have that opportunity to work with Activision, to even have a code. I'm not saying do it the Fortnite way where everybody with a thousand followers can get one. I mean, even that might be smart for them. They might make more money because of that if they allowed it. But what I'm saying is to give people an opportunity, uh, I think would mean the world to a lot of people because right now it still seems like it's like a very small circle of people that particularly focus on Warzone only. You really don't see anybody that talks about multiplayer or zombies getting chances like that to be involved in that circle, which is kind of sad. Uh, I know yeah. pizza's an exception, but I think it's just because the the UK manager, um, look at all the spam, Jesus Christ. The UK manager for uh, for Call of Duty is a very generous dude, and I think he hooked up pizza pretty well. Um, I know Jake, I got one recently. I don't know how it took him that long to get one, but mm-hmm. um, I was just shocked. Like, I, I, First of all, I was happy to see that they opened it. But at the same time, I was like, "Oh, it's just that Warzone circle again." So it, it was a little. It was a little like it was kind of like a, uh, a kind of like a double-edged sword in a way. It's like, oh, they opened it, but it's not for everybody, and there wasn't really an application process. But maybe because they opened it up now, it, it's proof again that the Vanguard bundles need a boost. Because you just know. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong here. There, there really hasn't been a single bundle that's released for Vanguard that's worked properly. And and I'm not trying to say that in a negative way. I'm not trying to bash on something while it's down. But it's, it's just honestly, dude. I mean, every bundle, even, dude, the Vargo Mastercraft that came out last week, I don't think works in Warzone still. I swear I saw a tweet two days ago that's like, I tried loading it into Warzone, it wouldn't work. Like, I don't how, think it does. Imagine buying something for 20 bucks just for Warzone and it doesn't work. Like, I, I, I just, for a whole week too. So it's like, how how are we at that point where that's acceptable? I, I just, I, I do not understand that. I mean, I, I just, I, I don't know, man. But, it, you know, at least it worked in every other mode besides Warzone. It was fine in MP. It was fine in Zombies. Like, it, it just, it's unbelievable, man. It's unbelievable. Yeah, Dutch, it's almost falling under, like, false advertisement. I agree. I, I, I actually agree. So that's why I'm like, dude, oh, my God. I, it's just, it's crazy to see where we're at right now. But uh, the more year two content, the better. That's gonna that's gonna help a lot of us uh, pull forward and, and continue content. But there's there's no denying it, chat. I mean, I was talking to some really good people earlier today. I'm not gonna name any names for for their privacy. I was talking to some really good people um, who make content. You guys all know who they are, and uh, they were telling me. I mean, it's like I reiterated before. We're looking at all time lows for metrics for performance, and I feel really bad because there, there's people who have far more bills than I do. Uh, kids even, I mean, yeah, they're, they're I was going to say families, families. And, and it's like, I, I feel uh, it, it's, it, I don't think, I think a casual viewer wouldn't get it. And that's another point of this podcast to talk about things like this. Um, if you're a full-time COD creator and you're not thriving off of like Twitch highlight Warzone videos, even that's not doing great, but news, it's just a lot of elements of COD content creation are at really low points right now. And people haven't seen 
this low of performance in like years. Uh, so if that doesn't tell you where Vanguard is at, and if you're like, oh, it's cold, the creators just suck, it's like, mm, when everybody's seeing that, I, I, it's, that's not a coincidence, man. That's not a coincidence. And interest has been like that. It's, it's like, I, I kind of feel like we're at a point where we're like, oh, things are going to get better. Maybe Vanguard's next season will pick things up. And it's like, I just think it's it's doomed. I think we just we just need a whole new launch. And, and I, I hate to say that. I really hate to say that because I don't want, it's like, you know, I want MW2 to succeed. But I hate the fact that it might be a case where everyone's like, uh, oh, th- this is the game that'll save us. And then it does one. Everyone's like, oh, see, Infinity War puts out the best games. It's like, no, we were at a good point in time a couple of months ago. We were do- Everything was fine. And then, obviously, Vanguard turned things for the worst. But uh, Kismet said Vanguard Season 3 delayed. I don't know if that's the case. Because there was three different what? timers oh. for... Season 3, if you look at Cold War, Vanguard, and Warzone, and the Warzone timer always looked like it was correct, and then all the timers got changed to reflect the Warzone one. So I think the Warzone one's always been correct. That's like uh, a joke in itself, though. Like, Yeah, I... I, <laughs> like, I, I, don't I, know. I, I haven't been on that game in so long, I couldn't even tell you what's going on with it. Yeah, I, I just think uh, it's weird that it's like Season 3 of Cold War release at the same time Vanguard Season 3 is scheduled to release... But it just feels like we were at a, a completely different place last year waiting for season three. Like, things get quiet, but what has it been now? Has it been three weeks in a row that things have been like this? It might be three weeks in a row that there's been literally nothing going on. <laughs> and any news is kind of like, okay, some year two stuff, it's some fair, Activision yeah. basic news, and then something we'll get to later, which is like the Warzone Mobile. But am I wrong here? There's been literally nothing going on. Uh, absolutely nothing. So it's like we know what it feels like now to be like in the Battlefield community or Halo where there's literally nothing for weeks, months in those communities. Um, so it, it, it's just we're at such a really uh, interesting point right now. But uh, I appreciate everybody out there who's, who's stuck around and, and has supported the content that I've put out, have been able to put out over the past couple of weeks. It's, it hasn't been easy. Um, it really hasn't been, but I do think there will be light at the end of the tunnel and there will be, uh, another high point again where we're like, wow, we just got out of a rut. Now we can enjoy some, some actual high interest again. Uh, what, what do you think about this though, man? Do you think, uh, <laughs> do you think it'll be a while before we see a high point or, or where, where are we at right now? Um, I think, I think, um, I mean, I, obviously I, I, I really don't know to be honest at this point in time, because I think there's only like there's really only two options for for MW. I think it's either going to be the the, the saving grace everyone thinks it's going to be, or it's going to absolutely fall flat. And I and I think that second option is even worse. But um, I think if there's if there's any sort of middle ground where it's any anywhere even comparable to uh, Vanguard, I think it will be uh, there will be another uproar, especially with a game with the title like MW two. Yeah. Um, but in terms of like, I mean, obviously, I'm looking towards a Treyarch's nice game, uh, obviously, because uh, just for obvious reasons, I just prefer that studio more. But um, yeah, yeah and I, also no season reloaded. <laughs> Who greenlit that? Couldn't tell you. Oh, do you, um, do you do you not think there's gonna be a season three reloaded? Um, no. Like season one didn't have one, but that could be because of the holidays and all the other issues they had to fix. Maybe there's one coming up 
Because what's I mean, Josh Wu Cool put together a great. Let me see if I can find the tweet. Such yeah, a great. Literally nothing left. There's, there's actually nothing, nothing left, left except like arms race for multiplayer. It's like okay, let's see how long that lasts. And nothing. The, it literally, like around. actually nothing for zombies. By the way, actually nothing. Uh, and then Warzone. Okay, here it is. So this is. See, I, I'm I'm gonna say this too. Why was there a roadmap for zombies this season? Because they, they didn't need to make one. I mean, I, I'm happy they did. For the hardcore zombies fans that don't play anything else, I appreciate that effort. But everything they put on it already came out, so it's like unless there's some big surprise and reloaded, then uh, Rebirth Iron Trials came out already. Rebirth Reinforced, which we're gonna get to later, that could be a heavy Cold War related update. I think that's important to talk about. But then MP, there's actually nothing. The Ice Axe, okay, like, uh, dude, if there's not a reloaded, then yeah, uh, <laughs> I I, I want to say somebody, I want to see somebody try to argue that. Vanguard's post launch content was better than last year's. There's people that would believe that. There's people that believe that. So I think the COD cycle is just in full effect at this point. So, you know, <laughs> once MW2 comes out, I swear to God, I'm doing a whole podcast. We're both going to do it. Dedicated to just not calling people out disrespectfully, but pulling up side-by-side tweets. Showing, showing like, MW2's going to save us. Best game, best game. I want to see what these people are saying in a couple months when the game comes out. I would love to see that. Because I think people already have forgotten... The criticism MW got in 2019, the minimap issues, that silence, the uh, 725, Claymore. 725, Claymore, visibility, the terrible, horrendous map design. People already forgot about that. Everybody thinks, oh, it was a good game. Everything was fine. It was not. It just, just, it, it was not, man. It's, people really forgot what that game was like, and it, it shows. So I, I'm looking forward to holding people accountable in a respectful way, of course, not a, not a toxic way, when everybody says it's the second coming of Christ. But hey, if I'm wrong, then okay, let, let's see, let, let's really see what MW2 is all about. But I I, I still cannot believe uh, the the copium that I've seen lately. It's like, oh, Cold War was so shit, man. Vanguard's better. Here's another thing I almost forgot, man. Let's talk about the other day, right? There was that CDL event. What did they peak at? Was it 170,000 people? Hundred and yeah, it was somewhere around there. Yeah, so here's the thing. Optic and phase obviously are a big reason for that. Popular teams, great players. Of course, people want to watch them, regardless of what game they're playing. So I'm not trying to cope here and say, oh, you know, the, the you know, the event uh, wouldn't have done well without them, but I, I do you really think Vanguard's the reason why people were watching that? Just be honest, man. Um yeah, I, found I mean it. obviously it's it's a biased answer for me, but I don't think so. I think I think it has. There's, there's a combination of things, which I'm sure you're going to lead into. Um, yeah, uh, 186,000. So. It said it had the most viewers out of any major events in CDL's start in 2020. Um, I, I could I, I see a lot of replies here about the free camo playing a role that people had it on, put it on mute, and just wanted that free camo on their account. You know that that free CDL reward you can get, yeah. and I I didn't care about the camels, so I didn't do it. But I saw quite a few tweets saying, "Yeah, that's the reason why." And you know, it gets me thinking. I'm like, did that many people really want the camo? It's universal, they, so that's why. True, it's universal, but it's like, damn, is that that's how popular these microtransactions or I'm sorry, these cosmetics can be? Um, that's crazy. So I'm very curious what these what that number would have looked like without Optic and Phase's involvement. And without that universal camo, I would love to see what those numbers would have been. And I want to see every, I want to see the numbers for every upcoming CDL event. But hey, you know, if the event did well and people are interested in Vanguard competitive, great. I'm not trying to hate on that. I'm just, I'm just trying to say that number sounds a little bit iffy <laughs> when you when you put it in perspective. You saw, I saw a bunch of comments that were like, "Oh, COD is back, baby. Vanguard's it." It's like, okay. <laughs> okay, <laughs> whatever, whatever you want to say, man. I, I, I my, uh, my hands are tighter. I, I can't, I can't really say much. But, um, 
Yeah, Kismet, you'd be surprised how many people do how, how, what what people what people will do for free shit. You're right. You're absolutely right about that. Yeah, I, I I would do anything for free shit, and I even I didn't get that camo. That's how little I care. Oh man, yeah, I I just <laughs> that's uh, how little I care. But no, but it's like I, I'll go back to that point too. Like like I said before, I said, hey, isn't it crazy that it took the CDL starting for people to realize that watching gameplay of Vanguard isn't really enjoyable. Every every gunfight's a one tab. It's like it's like they're you're watching hardcore. Like. I, 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 it's all timing. Like, I've been saying that since release, but nobody really listened to that. Everyone's like, oh, no, you're overreacting. It's like, now the CDL started, everybody's saying that. Everyone's like, oh, my God, Scump is, is getting one-tap kills against people. Like, what are these gunfights? There are no gunfights. It's all timing and reaction, like, hardcore. It's like, that's all That's all we're watching. But, again, you know, people people are saying, oh, let's buff the TTK now. It's okay, let's see if they do it. But um, I've been saying that since, actually, the beta, that I wasn't a fan of the TTK. But it's not even the TTK. It's I think it's the weapon balancing because when you compare the TTK of Vanguard to others, it's, like, not very different from other games. So it has to be the weapons. There's no other explanation. Or the just the, the hit registration and the lag could be that, too. But it just, it just it's not fun to watch, man. But, hey, uh, we'll probably be watching the, the finals, at least, on stream because I had so much fun last year streaming the, uh, the Cold War finals. That was great. That was definitely great. Uh, <laughs> oh man, it, it's just crazy. But we also have Treyarch that went ahead and broke silence, which I thought was really funny. And it wasn't, it wasn't too much silence, but they, they, they kind of spoke out against something that I found hilarious. So there's actually people out there who were purposely disconnecting from Vanguard ranked play and the top yeah. offender disconnected 280 plus times since ranked plays launch. They said, enjoy your negative 2000 SR loss, Chief. We hope it was worth it. Narrator, it wasn't. Dude, they have roasted these alpha male gigachads who literally unplugged their Xfinity boxes to save stats in Vanguard of all games. Can, can, you, can, can you comprehend that for a second? In Vanguard of all games, somebody did that. I, I, I cannot believe. I actually cannot believe somebody did that. Is it that serious? Like, I mean, if that person thinks it's that serious, they what the they, fuck? They, they need to they need to go outside and touch something called grass. That's what I. That's what I. Uh, yeah, grass with a capital outside. G, man. Jesus Christ! <laughs> what the f like a capital G? I, I I just can't believe that they had to actually address that publicly. But good, man. But it's like you you, you text me this before I even woke up a couple days ago. You're like, why is Treyarch talking more about Vanguard than Sledgehammer? <laughs> Like I, sledgehammer, I, I, sledgehammer just tweets out the playlist. There we go. Everything's fine. Well, I bring this up every week, and I hate to be a broken record, but how the fuck? There's three modes getting updated in Vanguard. Treyarch is working on two of them. Hello, has anybody has anybody noticed this? Anybody in chat? Anybody in the world watching this later? Has anybody noticed that? And are you questioning why people are still hating on Treyarch? There are still people. And who, who hate on Treyarch, and it's like, how can you? How can you? I, when they're doing all this, I don't get it. I just don't get it. What were you going to say? And to add on to that, the, the entire climax of the campaign is uh, based around Treyarch. And Black uh, Ops. Yeah, Treyarch and Black Ops stuff. So, you know. Oh, okay. Parsa said the exclusive ace made a video about TTK and said that in Vanguard it's on par with MW2, BO2, and Golden Age CODs. It, then it's weapon balancing. because, Or maybe it's just playing that style on current gen feels off because I, I, I just cannot stand how it feels. But, no, to your point... It's like Treyarch has done all that. The end of the campaign is Black Ops centered. Sledgehammer tweets out patch notes yesterday with considerable changes to snipers. Everybody was tripping about it. Everyone's like, what the hell? And then 
they, 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 they respond later saying, unfortunately, not all the sniper rifle balance changes outlined in today's communications made it live. The complete pass will be integrated with our mid-season update. So, again, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to Sledgehammer. I get there's hardworking people there. But, dude, you can't even get... I mean, what is this, Infinity Ward now, where you can't even put out patch notes correctly? Come on, man. This is just... It's like, what? you know what? I'm convinced at this point. 100% convinced. Not even, not even like, half convinced. 100% convinced. They are working on some big free-to-play release that Treyarch's also helping them with, sadly. That'll come out next year, <laughs> which is going to have building according to rumors and scoopers, because there is no way they have expanded all their studios at Sledgehammer and Vanguard is the output. There, there's no way they have to be working on something that's taken all their attention because I, I, I refuse to believe this is Sledgehammer's best work they could put out right now with how, with how big their studio has expanded. There's no way. There's absolutely no way. Uh, I agree with that. WD will be released next Thursday with Plaza. Uh, what? Where'd you hear that from? I would love Plaza, that. Let's go. Yeah, Plaza. I mean, <laughs> yeah, right now, I mean, a lot of scoopers are claiming that we're basically going to see Black Ops 1 maps, which I'm totally fine with because I think any yeah, Black Ops 2 maps. What was that? I said it makes the most sense. Oh, it does. Yeah. Save all the Black Ops 2 maps for their next futuristic game. I'm totally on board with that, but um, we, we, we will see how that goes. Um, but yeah, Treyarch absolutely roasted these alpha male energy type Vanguard players that should be put in their place. So that, that's a massive W on, uh, on their part, which um, I'm really on board with. Um, I think the um, oh good the part of, the part about the communication stuff as you were saying is like the part that bothers me about it the most is that going into it, like the people are saying like oh yeah we're gonna be so you know we're gonna be connecting with the community and uh, I haven't really seen a lot of that. No, so. it, I mean it just it just the whole approach feels out of touch. Like again, trying to make I'm trying to be the most the most respectful I can about this because I'm not trying to tear people down who do a good because people that do a great job, but higher ups often come into play and and kind of uh, jeopardize their ability to do their job. I know I understand it completely. But for example, yep. the other like last Friday when we were streaming for all those hours uh, with the Vargo, all of a sudden like everyone's like, "Where's WMD? Where's WMD?" COD puts out a tweet promoting Vanguard season two about Terra Maledicta, and it's like. What the, f like, th <laughs> it, it feels like, see, first of all, Physics Season 2 has been out for, like, a year. I swear to God. I don't know. Is, is that just me? It feels like it's been out for the longest time. Like, yeah, I, I, maybe the season did get delayed behind the scenes, and we just don't know. But it just has felt really weird uh, over the past couple of weeks, like, everything. It's like the marketing has been really off. Uh, I didn't get a chance to ask you this because you didn't make it to the last podcast. You look, you know, all those free copies they were giving out, battle passes. Uh, I mean, I didn't get a chance to ask you about this, dude. What were your thoughts on that? Because we have never seen Call of Duty do that before. And I'm not trying to hate on freebies and, and, and opportunities like that, but how the hell did we get to that point where they were like, hey, if you don't have a copy of the game or, or a battle pass, DM us. Like, what? <laughs> when, when have we seen that, my guy? I mean, go, go into that real quickly. Jesus Christ. I just think, like... The, the only word that, that comes to mind when when I see that, and, and it sucks that this is the only word that comes to it, but it's just it's just like desperation. Um, Fully agree. Because like, Fully agree. giving out battle passes, and giving out game copies, and if you think about it in the in the grand scheme of things, like they must really think giving out these game copies are gonna make are gonna make people buy like crazy amount of bundles or something. Like, oh, you get the game for free, and then you buy, like, $400 worth of bundles, which I don't think a lot of people are going to do that because they look at the bundles and they're not appealing um, because that, that's, a, that's a whole other uh, just aisle of issues that starts to get opened up as you as you go down that path. But, yeah, I think that's really, it's really weird. And if you recall, 
we started seeing that all the way back before uh, when the beta came out. We started seeing that. Oh, yeah. Free codes. Oh, yeah. I, and that's what I'm saying, Chad. It's like, I fully respect anybody that, that likes Vanguard. If that's your game. More power to you. I'm not trying to take that away from you. But I just think for, for a lot of people's sanity, they, they, they should really cut this cycle short, man. I, I, I don't think they're going to do that because it's, it's not like them to do that. But it's just like, cut your losses, man. This, this is just this is too much. I mean, I, I, it, <laughs> I, I mean, hey, maybe season three comes out. It turns things around. And we're like, wow, what a turnaround. I, I, do you see that happening? I, I don't. I, I just, I don't. I really don't. But I'm not trying to be that negative Nelly that's like constantly bashing. But it, it's just, it's in a really weird spot right now. And I just, I, I don't I'm know. I'm just trying to think. I'm trying to think about zombies specifically. Oh, and it's God. like, how many, how many updates do they have to add to it where it becomes uh, favorable? And I'm trying, starting to, I'm, I'm really thinking about it. And it's just like the base, just the core of the mode just isn't fun. That's my problem with it. It's just not fun for me. So even if they do have all the content in the world for it, the gameplay loop is not fun for me. Yeah, no, I, I get that. I fully re- and the thing is, like, there's and that's, that's what bothers me about Vanguard Zombies too is it, it it's almost like there's people out there and there definitely are that look at that and say, okay, this is what Treyarch's best work is, or this is what Treyarch is capable of. They suck. They fell off. Their game sucks. Never playing zombies again. I hate the stain that. Vanguard Zombies is left on a lot of the community because I, I I don't know people lack critical thinking skills of course and I feel like people have not there, there's been people out there who haven't distinguished the Treyarch C team B team whatever made that in the shortest amount of time not the team that made Cold War Zombies not the team that made BO4 not the team that's working on their next game but the smallest team possible had to make that why Sledgehammer couldn't do that completely unknown but I hate the fact that that's what's going to stain Treyarch's rep. And that's what's going to stain kind of the evolution and innovation that Outbreak had to offer in Cold War. Outbreak wasn't perfect, but I hate that Vanguard Zombies is like, yeah, let's shit on kind of the progress Outbreak made to the point where everyone's like, oh, no, just do round base now. Don't do anything else. I, I cannot stand that. I cannot stand that. And I also... About Outbreak. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say the thing about Outbreak is that the gameplay loop of it was fun. So when they did add updates to it, for example... Uh, new perk, new new region, new this, new objective, uh, new field upgrade. It was fun to jump back and try those things out because the gameplay in in its in its yeah base form was fun. That's why, right? For me, anyway, uh, personally, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, and that's the thing, chat. Actually, I'm gonna swap these two topics here. I'm gonna talk about this one first. Uh, I, I brought this up, and I think people need to really think about this hard. 2023 is a golden opportunity for every bonus Call of Duty project that's possible, whether it's remastered multiplayers, remastered campaigns, zombie remakes, free-to-play releases, such as that rumored one from Sledgehammer with Building, the standalone Zombies project. 2023 is the year to see all of that. And not only because MW2 might not be it, but we have literally confirmed from that suspicious scooper Ralph that... MW2 is not necessarily being built with year two in mind. So that gets me worried. Number one, what if uh, content is scarce throughout the first year of Modern Warfare 2? Because they need to save as much as possible for the second year. So they're like, mm-hmm. oh shit. Which means they have to spread out six seasons of content, turn it into 12 seasons. That's not good <laughs> if they have to do that. Uh, also, no matter what they even add to MW2 year two, 
could that really fill a big void that's being left behind by not having a COD release that year? So to me, the best bet is do MW2 year two, release some remastered COD experiences, that free-to-play game, possibly standalone zombies, and somehow have that not jeopardize in any way Treyarch's next game in 2024. I just, I don't want to get to the point where I'm like, oh, we have to wait till 2024 for COD to be good again. But that is kind of the scenario if 2023 isn't the year that Activision takes full advantage of releasing every other bonus project possible. That That's the way I see it. Uh, if nothing cool comes out in 2023 and it's just like, oh, MW2 year two, Warzone two, I think everybody's fucked. Especially, especially zombies only channels. I feel for them. I feel, no, let, let, me, let me correct myself. I feel for the ones that covered BO4, covered Cold War, and have stuck through every down period. I do not feel for the ones that shit on BO4, shit on Cold War, and now I'm supposed to feel bad for them when Vanguard Zombies is horrendous. No, I don't, I don't feel bad for those people. That, that, that's on them that they have to wait another couple years for another good Zombies again. Um, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful either at all, trust me, but people that took good games for granted and then now want to act like, oh, they're a victim of how bad Vanguard is. No, man, you, you, you slept on two solid games in a row that offered endless amounts of content and that's nobody's fault but yours. That, that That's literally what it is. So we have the confirmation, of course, from the goat who, uh, I'm so grateful he followed me too. Cause I, I you know, I, I put out as much positivity as I can, uh, towards some of these great men and women that work at all studios, Kevin Drew got promoted to, what is it now? I think he's director of design, which is great. And I, I don't see people out there might mistake, in the, might mistake this for the role uh, that Blundell had. I don't think that role exists anymore. I don't think Activision or Treyarch will have anybody kind of uh, front and center like that, where that person gets all the blame for everything. I think now they want you to know that there's multiple devs that are kind of uh, front and center making these these big decisions. Um, you made a good point, though, off stream the other day, man, about kind of the, uh, kind of almost a, uh, a negative response to his promotion from a certain part of the community that maybe now they'll start putting too much pressure on him or hold him accountable for things that he doesn't have control of. I mean, what do you think about that, man? Kind of the Blundell effect. Yeah, I think um, one of the major things they wanted to stop is create a hyper focus or idolization of somebody yeah. to being, quote unquote, the head or face of zombies development. Um, right. I think because obviously that went down a, a really toxic path and it kind of just put all the pressure onto one person. Like, oh, like why did Bondell do this? Why did Bondell do that? We need Bondell back. We'll, we'll look at all the stuff Bondell did. And like, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Craig Houston, Kevin Drew, they were all working you know at the same at the same time as bundell is there so i because kevin drew he's been there for jesus christ a, a very long time at least 10 years at least bo one i'm sure yeah 100 yeah I, I think someone i i'm don't quote me on that i'm, I'm pretty sure it's true um I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm missing one of their names we had uh we have mark mesas and there's somebody Corky. else court yes Yes, that's his name. <laughs> I, I, I was that's a, and that's the thing, right? It's like it, it's ironic how everybody went from literally uh, wanting to send Blundell to hell during BO4 cycle 
Uh, so, so now everyone's like, we need him back, we need him back. It's like the game you hated on the most is the game that he had the most control over, Black Ops 4. So it's ironic how it, it's like, oh, mm-hmm. Zombies lost his identity, no crew. That has nothing to do with Blundell, man. That's an Activision choice to be like, let's sell more cosmetics. Let's have it where you can play as any operator you want. That's their choice to do that. The, no no director of Zombies is going to be like, oh, yeah, Activision, I don't like that choice. I'm going to put a crew instead. They can't do that. You know what I mean? It's like, And it's like you said, too. Uh, People aren't giving enough credit to Corky, Mark Mestas, Craig for for their leadership roles as well. I think it's better to have multiple leaders that are collaborating to make a great project happen instead of oh yeah, yeah let's let's play. even though it was never one guy anyway working on anything I Call of Duty, but I I, I just I don't like the fact that um th- there was a point in time where everybody thought it was one man that can uh uh control everything or even even influence everything as yeah, well yeah it's like there's no way because that's not even true there's there there's never like i don't even think there's one person that can even have as, as much power as to say like yeah you're go- like this is going to happen because there's that's always possible. there's always there's always some stuff getting thrown in so it's never just one thing right. yeah mark maces that guy's a go too he follows me that's pretty funny that kevin drew follows you and mark maces follows me such a good guy man such a good guy yeah, that yeah. guy, he, he was on a freaking BO4, uh, BO4 dev video talking about Super Blood Wolf Moon. That, that you like, reminded me of that. I'm like, dude, I see. I the the gauntlets were AIDS. I'm, I, I everyone could admit that, but I really yeah. enjoyed making content on it. And it's like I always say, Chad, it's not about content creators. I'm not trying to say that. Uh, what allows me to make more content is what they should focus on. I'm not sure. I will never try to say that because it's not about me. It's not about creators. But I just really had fun making content with stuff like that. Man, Treyarch really knows how to put out stuff that's worth making videos on that's just what i what i've always felt about their multiplayers or zombies and respectfully disagree i i I understand people have different perspectives and all that but um i just think it's like i always said treyarch has just put out the best games to make content on but um maybe maybe i'm wrong and maybe maybe it's really warzone and that and that and that's what it is but uh oh man it's, it's been so fun but hey dk damage control that's a funny account in chat right now um, I know who to go to whenever I need uh, some damage control, man. There you go. He said, in my opinion, they should lose Sledgehammer and get a new studio. Yeah, I'm not. see, I, I don't want to be condescending towards them in any way or, or disrespect the hard work they have put into certain things. But I just think they've dropped the ball one too many times lately that it's literally affected Treyarch more than any other studio. And I hate, I, I cannot stand seeing that because it's not fair. Uh, but life isn't fair. But, you know, it's just, it's unfortunate to see stuff like that. Uh and yeah, Blundell said himself, I think, I mentioned this before, in his very final video when he departed Treyarch, he literally said he was standing on the shoulders of giants. And that's the most beautiful way to put it, I think. Uh, there's great people that work there that people don't even know about, but the content creators that were lucky enough to fly out got to meet some of these fantastic people that put together some of our favorite games. So um, got to be grateful for all that. But all in all, I mean, what do you think's going on in 2023? I mean, do you think we're seeing Black Ops 2 Remastered? MP, do you think we're seeing, is that cope? Do you think we're going to see uh, that free-to-play game with building, Warzone Mobile even? I mean, what, what do you think is going on with that? <sighs> is that the year to do it, I guess is what I'm asking. For t- In 2023, I'm... I, I don't know, really. I, I'm kind of, my wishful thinking is you get some sort of remaster, some sort of uh, zombies thing some, Project, something yeah. to do with zombies because yeah i feel like i feel like um especially with the way vanguard zombies gonna is going to end that people aren't going to be happy people aren't even gonna even tune into it so it's gonna be like okay we got forsaken everyone loved forsaken and then there's kind of just been like you know you got forsaken and there's kind of like oh 
back down to the depths. <laughs> back down to the depths of Vanguard Zombies. So I feel like there's still that there's still like hope for the zombies community if something does release in that time. Because then I think uh, when twenty twenty when twenty twenty four rolls around, um, it's going to be a it's going to be a completely different community. I think. Yeah, no, I I think you, I hope chat realizes this. I hope everybody watching this realizes this. We are currently witnessing a big transition from one era of COD to the next, and I'm not saying that's all a bad thing either. Uh, certain people are obviously going to fade away. They're going to stop making content. Uh, I think the player base is going to look drastically different come two years from now. Um, and, and, and that could be a good thing and a bad thing at the same time. But I think, like, it's like we joke about all the time. Vanguard underperformed so poorly that Activision quite literally reevaluated everything about Call of Duty. Like, the cycle, the, the way they do releases. I mean, it's unbelievable how, how crazy things have, have turned out to be. But I also think there's even a chance the Microsoft acquisition doesn't even go through in the next year. It, it's totally plausible. I mean, Biden's State of the Union speech, by the way kind of threw shots at deals like that. Like he threw shots at uh, corporations kind of monopolizing the entire industry when raising their prices, buying out others right away. When I heard that, I'm like, Oh shit, he's talking about Microsoft. Uh, so there's a chance it doesn't happen. And if that doesn't happen, then <laughs> we're, we're in for a uh, rude awakening, man, pretty quickly. But I, I mean, I hope it does, but I, I have a gut feeling that, you know, three years from now, we'll start seeing comments like, oh, COD was better when Activision ran it. Microsoft sucks. And that, that's going to be really cringe to see. But that's the internet for you, man. I think that's totally plausible. But real quickly, to kind of branch out for a minute, you started playing my favorite games of all time, the Arkham series. Yes. Right? I think now is the best time to actually jump into that. <laughs> considering nothing's going on with Call of Duty. Jesus Christ. You are having a blast, yep. my guy. I mean, those are, I am. those are always my favorite games. The best story, gameplay. Uh, it emphasizes that Batman is the best character, literally the best games of all time. But you just finished City this morning. So, I did, uh, I did, I did just finish City this morning, and that was uh, my jaw was dropped about uh, the ending of that, especially the twist. I, yeah, I think we could probably talk about spoilers up until the end of City, right? Oh, for sure, for sure. For mm, sure we can. Yeah, so like Clayface coming out as the friggin' doppelganger's Joker, that shit had my jaw dropped. I couldn't even believe that shit happened. Yeah. Um, you sent a lot of, of really good screenshots as well. I put some on screen. Yeah, I, I, uh, screen, I like screenshot all my shit. Um, you're, and, so, and you're on PC, by the way. So you're experiencing the games in ways mm -hmm. I never could. I experienced the first two on Xbox 360 and then Origins on PS3 and then Night on PS4. And the game looks beautiful on your computer. Jesus Christ. It looks amazing. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I, could I can download mods. Uh, to make it look even better, but I just uncapped the frame rate and went freaking ham on it. So right, right, it lo it looks incredible, dude. I'm I'm so glad you're experiencing these games. Perfect timing as well yeah. to go into that. Uh, and also, Jesus Christ, I mean, you haven't even seen the best of the series, in my opinion, yet. I can't <laughs> wait. I I just gotta do side missions because you told me I should do side missions and, and then, Harley Quinn's Revenge. And yeah, then Harley yeah. Quinn's Revenge, and then I'm moving on tonight. And I think Night is gonna freaking. That'll that, I think I think that'll take a couple of weeks, and that's perfect timing before uh, Lego Star Wars comes out. A couple I know of you weeks. Can dive oh, yeah. into that. I'm just, what I was doing today is, I, I saw the Batman yesterday, the movie, and I was playing, uh, I was just free roaming around Arkham City playing something in the way, and that the vibes are unmatched with that shit, I swear to God. Oh, yeah, no, I mean, I, I will say this, Chad, without getting into, like, a Batman-centric podcast, I will say, <laughs> I, I, I am one of the biggest Batman fans you'll ever meet, been a fan since I was, like, three, uh, Ben Affleck was always my favorite portrayal, comic-wise, I think I just, I just love the brutality and the, the Arkham vibes as Batman gave off, but... My God, the new Batman movie was a masterpiece, and I think Pattinson's portrayal 
almost felt like an Arkham Origins take on the character. Not just the suit, just the, the vibe and the atmosphere. Very, very uh, comic accurate as well. And I, I, oh my God, Jim Gordon's portrayal by Jeffrey Wright. Loved it. Uh, I just, I was blown away by the movie. And I think they really started something with this new Batman take. And yeah, I, I was salty. Affleck didn't get his trilogy. But I think they have something going really well now with this with this reboot. Um, and I'm very satisfied yeah. with, with with what they did. Especially uh, since... Like like um like what is it called LexCorp? That's that's in canon in this universe, so that's interesting. Yeah, I uh, I definitely think there, there's a, there's a lot that uh, <laughs> there, there's a lot they could pull off with this, with this Batman betrayal. It could end up being my my favorite portrayal of all time very very quickly. So I'm uh, I'm happy that you, we're kind of in our Batman moods as well. I mean, you're playing the fucking games. Uh, I was actually rewatching highlights on YouTube of the games too while you were playing them. Uh, we saw the I saw the movie. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll get it. I'll get it from my car next week. I actually have the 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 Batman helmet popcorn thing from uh, AMC. I want that so bad. It was, like, it was expensive. It's like twenty four bucks, man. Like, Jesus Christ. I wanna uh, I want I wanna keep talking about Arkham games uh, for like the rest of the podcast. Sure. <laughs> yeah, everybody's like no click time. off. out. yeah, imagine. Um, no, I mean, feel free to mention anything else you want about the about yeah games, something right? something i really i really want to mention about the arkham games is that i love that as you progress through the story you slowly start to look more beat up and beat up oh yeah i freaking love yeah. that i love that shit like where your cape is ripped and like you have a cut on your face i think that shit is just really immersive oh yeah um and like that reminds me of uh red dead redemption 2 when you get to uh really late in the game you start looking more sick and and very unwell and i, I just really like that shit it, it really um it's uh, sure. really immersive. It's really immersive. Yeah, no, I mean, no hate on Spider-Man PS4. Great game as well. But I, the Arkham game set a precedent for how superhero games are supposed to play and feel like. And it's, it's definitely it's, the blueprint. It's the Those blueprint, games for, yeah, the the blueprint, blueprint for the future. And I am beyond excited for Rocksteady's Suicide Squad game. And that's the thing. Mm -hmm. Just because it's canon, I care so much more about it. I would have played it anyway. But yeah. Gotham Knights, without going on a tangent... I just I I'm not trying to spoil Arkham Knight. Let's not spoil that chat. How the hell? Don't spoil Arkham Knight. Yeah, no, nobody spoil it in chat for for majority. How the <laughs> hell? It's like I mean, how do I say this without without spoiling it? Gotham Knights is like the story almost feels like it could pick up pick up where Arkham Knight left off with the same fucking characters, and it just doesn't. It's like why is that a separate continuity? I I I, I don't get it. Especially considering WB Games also made Arkham Origins, and they they flawlessly made a prequel to Asylum. Flawlessly. I mean, they, yeah, issues here and there, but the game was that game is oh that Arkham Origins probably almost has the best boss fights next to City, um, and such a great story too. But um, it, it, it's Gotham Knights. Like I, I instantly care less about it because it has a release date now though. It does have so. a release date later uh, later this year, which is cool. So I, I might I might give it a shot. If MW two is down horrendous, then I. I'll end up having time for that. But Suicide Squad, 100% putting time aside to play that. It's canon to the Arkham games. Cannot wait to see what Rocksteady... I mean, it's been, what, seven years since their last release. So that's that's absolutely incredible um, to think about. Imagine, and, and, and like, think, think back, like, Arkham City is so good. I don't even know what Arkham Knight is like. Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah. Seven years. You're in, for a, you're in for a surprise, man, story-wise, for sure. Gameplay <laughs> as well is disgusting and night. absolutely incredible. I just want to use the grapnel, the grapnel gun. Yeah, That's the boost I you use. get. I think you, do you get two boosts in city or just one? Because Knight has multiple. I'm pretty sure. Um, I just I just have the one. It goes just like the, and then I go. I'll put this know. meme that you made on screen. Shut up! I'm playing Cold War Year Two. This is great. Uh, <laughs> Arkham Asylum meme here for those out there that are familiar with the uh, the what was the sequencer called? The gaff. I forgot the name of the gadget already. The, the uh, graphic sequencer. I think it's called. Uh, I think that's what it's called. 
It obviously works better yeah. in the city and night than it did in Asylum, but uh, yeah, there's a, there's a less vulgar version of that. But okay, yeah. <laughs> a less, uh, yeah. no, uh, I, I think you sent that you were playing Asylum while I was streaming for all those hours last Friday, which was great. Um, when I was streaming with the Vargo, and that, that I can't believe how long that stream was. By the way, I talked about it earlier, but um, yeah, definitely love these little memes you uh, you put together. Yeah, every time he opens up that, every time he opens up that little thing, I just thought, I just thought of him like playing something on it. Yeah. Oh man. (laughs) But seriously, chat. I think you know, for those out there that are a little depressed or or just not having it with COD, I mean, just so many other games to just 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 play around with. You know, give give them a chance, especially the Batman Arkham games. It's worth it. Um, Yeah, Mark. Mark, My uh, my condolences, man. Wait, Uh, sorry to hear that. My brother Sally passed away last week, and I've been replaying Arkham games in my memory as he loved those. Dude, I am so sorry to hear that, man. Mm-hmm. Mark, if you need if you need to talk to anybody, if you just need a vent or anything you need, man, please DM either one of us, Twitter, Discord. We'll, uh, I'm very sorry to hear that, man. That's like uh, that's not something that anybody wants to go through, man. So I, I, I I'm very sorry to hear that. Uh, I live in Finland, sure and we are Russians, nearest country, and have almost a thousand miles borderline wait what what's up ronnie yeah uh i mean speaking of that too i i actually i saw i saw this report that kind of had me a little concerned right so i i know a lot of companies are shutting down their services in russia mcdonald's i i I get that what i don't get though and i don't know if i'm gonna find the tweet or not but uh let me see if i can find it uh they've shut down instagram and youtube in russia and there's a lot of influencers that now have no source of income. So I, it's like, what is like, <laughs> without, without getting political here, how is that hurting anybody but the innocent people that live there? Like, I, I just, I, it's so unfortunate. It's like, it's an unfortunate consequence yeah. that is forcing the Russian people to, you know, make their move against the Russian government. Like they have to overthrow the Russian government. It's kind of in their hands to do it. At this point, it's sad to see this because there's a lot of creators that have nothing to do with any of that shit, and they're they're getting they're getting affected by it. I bring that up because somebody in, in chat mentioned uh, living close to Russia. Um, so I I'm really hoping you guys stay safe out there if you're if you're watching this from across the world. And it, it's just God, man, we're in a, we're in a <laughs> we're in a really crazy time right now. So I hope people realize that we're we're in a very tough time. Uh, no matter where you live, I mean, there's a lot of people. I mean, the thing is, I. I can't sit here and be like, hey, I'm, I'm so sick about these gas prices and things that are minuscule in comparison to what other people are going through across the world. Like, I can't I can't be that brat to, to, to complain about this shit um, when there's there's wor- far worse things happening. But uh, my condolences to everybody out there dealing with anything crazy. But I saw this article and I'm like, dude, this is it, I feel I just I feel for people, man, who have to deal with stuff that's out of their control. I really do. Um, as if that's going to affect the, the actual Russian government anyway, they're not going to. <laughs> they're not going to feel the effects of shit. But anyway, uh, yeah, man, really happy that you're enjoying these games. I think now's the best time more than ever to, to jump into them. And, mm-hmm. uh, oh, man, if we were in our primes when Arkham Asylum came out, I would be a Batman-centric channel. Ironically, some of my most viewed content on this channel is from the Arkham games, which is funny. I did cover them as much as I could when I was younger, and uh, <laughs> there were some bangers produced out of that, which, which is hilarious. <laughs> it's a- absolutely hilarious. Uh, but yesterday was the two-year anniversary of Fajardi's favorite game mode, Call of Duty Warzone. So, uh, yeah, for the two-year anniversary, unfortunately, there was no live event. There was no big release or anything, but there was confirmation that Warzone's coming to mobile. So, before Fajardi falls asleep on that, uh, what are your thoughts on 
Warzone coming to mobile devices, man. Will you be sitting in bed grinding Battle Royale on your phone, or are you past those days completely, man? What are you thinking? I'm just interesting to see how they're going to market it um, separate from COD Mobile because obviously yeah, that's a, big part, that's a big part of COD Mobile is the uh, is the BR mode of it, uh, I think, anyway. Uh, like the isolated map, I believe. And I'm pretty sure they, didn't they bring back the full Blackout map, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it's Yeah, it's kind of the whole Blackout map with like some changes to it. Yeah. Yeah, so it's going to be weird to see how they kind of like say, yeah, don't even participate in COD Mobile anymore. Participate in this other version of COD Mobile. Right, just, right, like, right, right, right. It's, uh, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm in a weird place about Warzone Mobile because it's, I, I, we'll just have to wait and see on it. Isn't that almost like the argument I was seeing about why Blackout couldn't get any more updates or a sequel? Because everyone's like, oh, then it'll take attention away yeah. from Warzone. You can't do that. Well, they're doing that on mobile anyway. <laughs> they're bringing Warzone. It's to COD Mobile, yeah. Yeah, so they're doing that to COD Mobile with Warzone now, which is weird. So, I I mean, I'm not trying to say COD Mobile will never get any more Battle Royale updates, but what you might see is more time go into, like, the multiplayer side of that game, or even a Zombies, and then the Battle Royale just slowly fades away because Warzone Mobile takes over. It, 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 I, almost get, I almost infer, based on what Scoopers have said as of yesterday, that... Warzone Mobile will not be what Fortnite is, where it's cross-play between mobile consoles and PC. That's what I thought the whole point of that was. I it's thought the be point, its own thing, though. Yeah, I it's thought the point of weird. Warzone Mobile, ever since it got rumored like a year and a half ago, I thought the point was, okay, now you can play the next Warzone map on every platform possible, including mobile. But w- what I'm inferring from these scoopers is that, oh, all it is is its own experience for phones. There, there, there might not be cross-play with consoles and pc in that it's case like COD mobile Warzone, yeah. yeah in that case what's the point when cod mobile already has a battle royale it's just a name that they think could pull in more people i i i don't really understand uh i don't really understand the point there if it is its own thing when cod mobile already does it but uh i think it's worth pointing out too they already mentioned what dev teams are working on this Treyarch was not listed so everyone's like oh this is the free-to-play game that they were talking about it's not because the only people working on this is Digital Legends, Beanox, Activision Shanghai, Solid State, and Activision Central Tech, as well as Demonware. Treyarch's not mentioned here. So whatever free-to-play game that involves building, whatever that is, that is separate from Sledgehammer and supposedly Treyarch. So um, definitely unknown what Warzone Mobile's going to be like. Totally possible that they bring the Blackout map again, although it's already in COD Mobile, maybe not. Euro Mountains, hello. I mean, <laughs> I think that, that that's kind of a blueprint they can, they can mess with and... Uh, Warzone Mobile, we'll love to see that. Uh, and yeah, I mean, overall, I'm interested in when this is even going to come out. I I originally thought that this would come out alongside Warzone 2, which is supposed to come out with MW2 later this fall. But I don't think it's going to be ready by then, based on how this sounds. They're just hiring right now. I think they started hiring a while back, but they're putting out an announcement again that they're hiring. So I feel like they're not really done with the project or close to it. I could be wrong. I'm not a dev or an engineer. I'm not an insider that I can know that. But that's my interpretation of this. Um, but damn, I mean, can, can we just can we just point out Warzone Pacific? In my opinion, I think really, really underperformed. <laughs> I don't know about you, man. Do, do you think that it just it just didn't hit the mark? I feel like it should have been so much bigger than, than it has been. I just don't feel like it's it's hit well at all. We're already at a point where everyone's like, "Oh, where's Verdansk? Where's Verdansk? Are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> how have we got to that point already, man? That's just the cut cycle, but." What do you think about Pacific, dude? Has it, re- has it just not hit? I swear it just hasn't, but 
I, I, I could be out of touch, man. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I personally couldn't even tell you. I, I, I rarely um, uh, read anything to do with COD anymore, uh, especially Warzone. So, like, I, from, from my complete biased opinion, uh, yeah, it looks like it, it doesn't hit the mark because of uh, just the, what's going on with Vanguard and all the issues with it. And how Activision literally came out and said, yeah, it's in a really bad place. We know it's freaking trash right now. Um, yeah, it's just, it's like, it's like, it's like they, it's like they also say, oh, well, you know, we we have very low interest right now, low sales, low, this low uh, interaction Mm -hmm. engagement, I think was the word they used, but I, I don't know. How do you feel about the fact that they're they're essentially saying, yeah, we can't really fix Warzone one. So we're going to get a clean start with Warzone two. So sorry for those that bought those bundles because you're not going to be able to use them (laughs) with the next that are, it's like that. I mean, I get why they're doing that, but it's so weird that. Even Activision themselves admitted that Warzone wasn't built with all these integrations in mind. That was just like a last minute thing that happened. Mm-hmm. I, I'm still in shock about that. that that's, but then, because they're like, oh, now it doesn't feel like a Modern Warfare Battle Royale anymore. And I'm like, yeah, but the whole point wasn't to be a Modern Warfare Battle Royale. Your original intention, as you confirmed, was you wanted to integrate all of them. And now you're saying that wasn't the plan and that things just got messy. So I, it, it, nothing has felt organized about the way Warzone's been handled at all. And it, it's. That's why somebody's like, oh, was it the best thing that ever happened to COD? I, I want to say yes and no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, in a number of areas, it kind of showed you what how big Call of Duty can be when it's free to play. But no, in the sense that it also just wasn't handled properly and kind of almost made multiplayer and zombies get the short end of the stick in, in a number of ways. Like, we're just got less content. They put too many devs on Warzone, even though that didn't really help much. It's, it's been really weird, but uh, I'll, I'll say yes and no to that for anybody out there that but it's a good question to ask chat i mean yeah well i should put a poll up on uh, on this youtube chat right now i might even do that i'll do it right now here let's do it i don't think i've done a poll on a, during a podcast but um worlds on a side man uh i know you got lego star wars coming out it was april 20th so you'll be busy with that mm-hmm. um what about what about this summer man any uh any uh i know you start brainstorming like content and whatnot what are you thinking about your next step as, as, as a creator. I know I know things right now are really difficult for anybody, no matter what content anybody's doing. I think a lot of people are seeing like very weird performances right now across content creation scenes. So I know it's probably hard to make a decision now, but do you think by yeah, I got you something in mind? I mean, obviously I don't want to say uh, publicly what's kind of like happening in my life, but obviously you know what's uh, going on, but you know, yeah. something um, potentially really good could happen for me. So I'm just kind of like waiting to see how that plays out. For sure. Um, so other than that, I'm just kind of chilling, playing games, and enjoying. Right, I think I think that's I think that's enjoying Arkham. Yeah, that's the best thing you can you can probably do at the moment <laughs> with the way God is. Yeah, uh, and then oh, what Tiny, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands? I, I don't I won't be picking that up. Uh, I, I don't have a lot of interest in it. I didn't I didn't like that DLC that I was in Borderlands too. So I uh, I will not be playing that. But uh, fair enough. Yeah, it's, uh, that's for Borderlands interesting Three. Time. Yeah. Yeah, that's the that's the game after Borderlands Three that they're coming out with, and I, I don't have any, I don't have any uh, interest in it. Got but it. But yeah, like you said, everything's just down bad uh, for everyone right now, which is, which is really uh, weird to say because it's kind of like, you know, everything it was just kind of like all nice and solid, and Vanguard comes out, and then just like, oh, you get punched in the gut, and then you get kicked in the nuts, and then you get it just everything starts piling on you. It's just you know. yeah. So I, I I sincerely say this to everybody out there if you're a creator and not watching this and you're just, you're demotivated or just not happy with performance, you're not alone. 
uh, a lot of people are going through the same thing. And we're, we're all going to get through this. But the, the moment you give up, I mean, it, it's things are not going to end well. But if, you, if you're able to pull through those down periods and, and, and I think pr- perseverance is a big is a big element this year in 2022. For sure. The pain, the pain of consistency will always be less than the pain of regret. And everyone should yep. live with that to the yep. grave. Yep. And I think the pain of consistency comes down to like, damn, I'm still putting out quality content that's performing worse and worse or damn interest is, is dropping. It's like, yeah, but that, like you said, that will always be better than oh the woulda, coulda, shouldas such as people that slept on BO4 and cold war. And now are like, Oh my God, dude, Vanguard's so bad. What am I going to do for the next two years? Like, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't want to get, not, I, I don't want to get psychological, but like regret is the root of a lot of, yep. Is a lot of like yep. depression and, and stuff like that. Because once you start thinking about, Oh, how could have this played out differently? You start, yeah, yeah. you start, li- you start living a life you don't have and you start disassociating from reality and stuff or it's just, yeah, it's just it, get, it gets deep man. It, re- it really gets deep. And that, 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 not, not saying, not saying that happens every single time, but it can, it can go, uh, right, right. very down that path. But right. you know, I think, uh, it, it's unknown when things will get better, but I really feel like, uh, I really feel like they will. I just, I, I just, I hate to be that guy that's like, oh, just 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 keep pushing, stay positive. It's like, it, but that that's really the truth at this point when it comes to uh, content creation, especially, man. Because, wow, I mean, I, there's so many more things I could say on Twitter, and it's just like I I don't want to sound like a negative dude, but there's so many things I can say where it's like, well, all the people that were they were saying Vanguard's a top three game and that it was gonna save everybody. It's like, well, now you're looking back at Cold War and saying, damn, look what I slept on. That that's what I've been seeing very consistently lately, but. To each their own, man. That, that's kind of what's happening. I also want to get into what could be a really interesting story event for Cold War Year 2 that was hinted at in what I believe was Raven's recent patch notes for Rebirth Island. It gives us a hint that Iron Trials, which by the way, before I continue, Iron Trials didn't play how I thought it was going to. I could have <laughs> sworn, I seriously could have sworn that... We, it was it was going to be Cold War ground loot only. That would have made the most sense considering Rebirth's a Cold War era map. Uh, and it still has all the Vanguard loot, which I don't like. So that that was weird. Uh, I don't. You, you haven't tried Iron Trials at all, did you? I know you didn't. Did you play it in Verdansk uh, at all either? I don't think I don't so. have I don't have Warzone installed. So. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, so we did, a, we did a short stream of that. I think it was this past Sunday. We had some fun. I got, I mean, the lobbies were all god awful. And the moment I queued up on Solo, it was hilarious. We were, I was queuing up with actual friends. We were getting some straight alpha male championship level lobbies. It was ridiculous. I queued up on solo once and got a win by myself. I couldn't believe it. Uh, you get a free calling card for it. It's animated, decent. Did some, even did some custom games, which I really enjoyed. Did some custom games with with uh, with with uh, some people that were watching the stream. Hosted a giveaway through that, which was great. Gave away some bundles for those who won. Uh, and then in the patch notes for this update. They teased that a familiar foe was going to be returning and would change Rebirth as we know it. So I'm not sure if that's like a Season 2 Reloaded thing. I'm assuming it is. Uh, but what do you think's going to change about Rebirth and who is that familiar foe? It just has to be Stitch, right? Who else could it be? Who else is relevant to Rebirth than Stitch? Kravchenko? I mean... I mean I, I, but that doesn't make sense either. I mean, a familiar foe it could mean King Kong as well. Like, you never know. On Rebirth Island. <laughs> on Rebirth, I can't. I thought that was a I, I think, thing, honestly. I, to, to be honest, I think that's more likely to happen than than Stitch coming back because I feel like I don't know. I, as much as I really, really want to see that, I just feel like like it's just 
they're just pushing something that's just like not what their main focus wants to be. So that would be weird, right? If like the story just all of a sudden turns into like, oh yeah, now we're going back to present day 1984, where Butcher's talking to Mason and his crew, and the story will kind of just progress from there. It's like, wait, but what about all the World War II era shit with Vanguard? Are they just gonna ignore that from season one and two and kind of like that? That would actually make season one and two redundant as fuck. <laughs> that would just be like, oh yeah, by the way, all all the task force uh, Trident and task force, task force Yeti, yeah, that happened, but like we're moving on now from that. We're going back to like 1984. They, Cold War also... have to carry the rest. The story also doesn't matter to begin with. The date, all the dates are off. It's it's not. It's incoherent. It, or yeah, it's just it's, I don't know what to say. But it. it's just yeah. really just all over the place. It kind of kind of sounds like all like MW. <laughs> it kind of reminds you of this. The and there's still people who will say MW had the best post on story. And I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? You got you, you just you, I I just can't take that serious at all. I just I just can't. But uh, I, I will say it just felt like it was a bit of a, a, a more coherent story than Vanguard's one currently is. Because Vanguard's right now is like, wait, you have the ending of the Vanguard campaign. No follow-up to that yet because season one and two take place before the Vanguard campaign with the task forces butcher set up. But then there's also the thread going on in 1984 after season six of Cold War where Mason and his crew meet the butcher and he's telling them like a story about the past. So you have like three different timelines right now. They're all connected, but you have three different stories being told. It's like, I, and then you mentioned King Kong. I, you know, I didn't even think of that, dude. Because all the rumors about like that King Kong event, I swear mm -hmm. they're all for Caldera. But imagine if it's actually for Rebirth. I, that, I mean, that. I, oh my god, dude. I, I don't. It's um. Oh, I don't know, man. I don't know. That, that's so weird to me. That's so weird to me. Yeah. I, uh, at the end of the day, it's Warzone, so I won't be. Going it's it's just, it's just kind of weird how it's like they wanted to stay grounded, and now they're like, oh, yeah, King Kong versus Godzilla. I mean, cool if it happens. Maybe it'll be a banger. We haven't had a live event in Warzone in a while, so if we're trying to keep up with Fortnite, which they haven't, <laughs> then that, that might, that might be the right move, but, um, obviously we can't, we can't pretend like any of that makes sense in the canon. Oh, yeah, like King Kong, Godzilla just pull through and fucking, uh, <laughs> in a war zone all of a sudden. I don't know, man. But, hey, if it's Stitch, I, I mean, will that really, will that undermine kind of the impact Season 6 had with Cold War? Like that that ending where you hear the bullet go off and, he, and he, he fades to black, you don't really get a conclusion to his arc. I don't think he's dead. Maybe he is, but that's something that might be better saved for, like, the next Treyarch game, not Vanguard's <laughs> post-launch season of all games. I don't know. But I, I'm curious of, as to... Uh, what that follow-up will look like to Butcher talking to uh, Mason and his crew. I hope, I hope there's so I hope something, I hope there's a payoff to that. You know what I mean? I hope it's not just like, oh yeah, Cold War's just gonna, Yeah, I don't know, man. That's what I was thinking. Cause like, what, what is the point for Mason Woods, Adler and Hudson to waste their time listening to this whack job in the bottom of a dusty bunker? Who also doesn't have uh, any role in the Vanguard campaign either. He's just like, he just comes out of nowhere in the, yeah. <laughs> the post-launch story. So I, I'm really curious to see what would happen with that. I I, I just I don't understand. I, what do you know why they're going into that bunker again? Like why are they even going in? I there think they were just year? closing up loose ends because there was this World War II bunkers around Verdansk '84 uh, that they were going to and and kind of closing off these like Perseus loopholes or whatnot. Uh, and they just happened to come across the butcher in one of them. I think the butcher actually was there cleaning up that one. Whatever Perseus agents were left there, butcher probably took them out. So I, I feel like they're, they're they're like they're building to something that we just we just haven't expected some type of like butchers like oh you know I, I i came across the origins of perseus back during world war ii and that kind of ties into like season three or something i mean i still think it's a missed opportunity to not have reznov tie in like imagine if butcher tells mason hey uh 
by the way, I met this guy named Reznov during World War II. And Mason's like, wait, the Reznov. It's so and easy. It's so such easy, easy right tie-in. And then Butch is like, by the way, he's alive, mate. And Mason's like, huh? <laughs> oh, my. I mean, like that, that would be huge. But still, is that sad that Black Ops and, and, and Treyarch would have to uh, – would essentially be carrying the story of Vanguard? Like, that's still like, what the fuck, dude? That's still crazy that they would have to even do that. Uh, my God, man. So, a lot of opportunities here. But there's also the chance that this cutscene leads to nothing. And it's like, oh, yeah, they just met him. Okay. <laughs> and will Butcher be a playable character in uh, Cold War? That would be cool. An old man Butcher. Uh, I, I, lots of possibilities. But even storyline channels like Ink Slasher, who, would, who maybe, maybe we'll have him on one day. Uh, you know, he typically covers like a lot of the story elements of Call of Duty. He, I mean, I watched one of his recent vids, and he like, he's like, yeah, no one cares about this stuff with Vanguard. He said it out in his video. He just was like, yeah. He was up front and said, yeah, no one really cares about this. Um, whereas last year, he was posting Cold War story vids, and they were like, they were hitting a mill. I mean, the, the interest was was through the roof, dude. Um, I don't know. There, there, there's, there's a, I, it's almost weird, right? Because if Sledgehammer doesn't come out with another game, especially now the sequel to Vanguard, I wonder like how Activision will ever acknowledge Vanguard again. They'll just be like, oh, yeah, it, it's canon, but we're moving on. Like, we're, we're, not, we're not really following up on Kingsley and his crew or anything. Like, I don't know. I don't know what what, uh, what that looks like. But um, when we had Rara on, there was a couple things. I know we didn't get to address because you weren't on. Uh, <laughs> I wrote this. Do you think there's a COD in 2025 from Sledgehammer? Because... Treyarch's game's 2024, but if, if Microsoft takes charge by then, will they even Year keep up? Two. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. Will Sledgehammer put out another video? Or another video, another game at that point. I I, I, I can't see it, dude. I, I, I really cannot see it. I don't know if I'm just tripping, but I, I just can't see it. I uh, think I think we're looking at two-year cycles now. Cut it off at two and they get the next game out? So, yep. tri- Black Ops 6, year two, and then... 2026 Infinity Ward. I don't know, man. I feel like once Microsoft takes charge, a lot of the devs are ready to move on. They're ready to make completely different games. They're not Call of Duty, and Microsoft might let them, which which I'm cool with. If, if they if they end off on on bangs, right? MW2 and then Treyarch's next Black Ops, and then end end right there. Uh, uh, Near said in chat, no, I don't want Reznov alive, though I like him. I just don't want him to be alive because that would ruin the Black Ops uh, story or canon. Uh, he never actually died in the Black Ops canon. He actually, um, yeah, he didn't. Th- th- there's actually quite a few hints that he's still alive, and I think one of them, actually, yeah. I'll pull up right now, the terminal. Let me see, Reznov, alive. John Trent, baby. John Trent. Yeah, let me look up John Trent. That is a thread that never got followed up on, but it's still canon. So I'm not saying Vanguard should be the game that, that acknowledges that and answers those questions, but there's a whole Reddit post. If you look up Reznov, John Trent, Fantastic Reddit posts put together with links and everything with pictures of uh, what the terminal says. Essentially, John Trent reached out to Hudson with a bunch of specific statements about what was going to happen. And these are exact things Reznov quoted himself, like things that he would say, things that hinted at Mason assassinating JFK. So, yeah, Hudson is dead. That is correct. In the Black Ops 2 canon, he's dead. But this John Trent Reznov thread never got followed up on. So I'm wondering if they'll find the opportunity to, to touch on this at some point. I would love to see that. Um, I uh, I definitely think it will, especially especially since because they closed a thread uh, back in Firebase Z Intel drop, I believe, with uh, Operation Charybdis, uh, Char- Charybdis, yeah. however you say it, Charybdis. I could be right, yeah. Yeah. So there, and that wasn't touched on since Bo One, I believe. Uh, so 
There is, I think, BO1. Maybe BO2. I don't know. But that wasn't touched on for a long time. So they definitely do remember these things. Uh, and, and, and a major thing like that, uh, you know, I don't think that'll be left to, left to, left astray, especially since it's Reznov. Oh, yeah. 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 I think, uh, yeah. So I, I think there's just, at this point, I think, not that I want Cold War story to like have to carry the rest of Vanguard cycle, because that, that would sound a little cringe and a bit sad. But I think that's almost the best plan of action to keep up some type of interest in like these post-launch updates and these cinematic cutscenes. Uh, it, it's just, man, it's, I mean, the mid-season update has to be next week, right? Because there's only like, I think 40 days left of season two. That's, that's yeah, a that's long a time, bro. Fuck, dude. It's April 26th, I think, or 28th is like season three's supposed start date, according to the battle pass. I just feels like a long time. And I'm trying to think of how last year... Season 3 came out at around the same time for Cold War. How do we survive that? The answer is, is simple. They sporadically dropped content strategically. That you know the, 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 the splitting of content made sense. There was a reloaded, competent marketing and patch notes, and healthy surprises that kept us going all the way. Uh, actually, a joke from Espresso I just thought of. I want to pull up. I saw his tweet about it yesterday. I think you know what I'm talking about. It was a great yeah. joke. Uh, let me pull this up. Okay, yeah. Everyone in chat. Yes, Hudson told Mason he died during the Barcuda escape, but Hudson, like, he didn't he didn't know that for sure. He just said, oh, yeah, he died in Barcuda. But he just pulled up. There's something that is clearly stating and is hinting toward he did survive it. So that that's what we were talking about. Um, and plus, yes. Hudson, uh, Hudson also lied to Mason the entire campaign. So, right. Uh, uh, anyway, and now continue. he's dead. <laughs> A fun, funny pickup line from Espresso. Are you my YouTube videos? Because you're consistently a ten out of ten. That's this. This was. This is so funny to me because anybody making content right now with Call of Duty might be experiencing uh, something like that. Those are the funny jokes kind of lighten up the mood about uh, about content being the being the way that it is. <laughs> but yeah, we we will see, man. Uh, where we're at in the next couple of months with uh, with Call of Duty Energy. Um, let me see what else we have here. I'm, I'm gonna pull up some. I gotta ask. I gotta ask you this, bro. So. Scooper Ralph has claimed, despite plans for revising Modern Warfare 2's skill-based matchmaking system, disbanding lobbies is supposedly here to stay for all future premium Call of Duty titles. I have the, I kind of have a feeling that you're going to play the beta or even MP at launch like once, and you're going to be like, yeah, I'm getting off. I swear, I swear that's going to be your reaction uh, <laughs> to Modern Warfare 2. What are you thinking about this, man? So far, what are you hearing about this, this multiplayer? I mean, I'm, I'm not going to be playing it. I know that. So... I'm sorry, say it again. My, my earbuds just fine. Uh, I mean, I, I have zero interest in playing it uh, at all. So um, I, you'd be lucky if I even buy the game, to be honest. <laughs> you might get gifted it, man, if it's one of those free, uh, free Call of Duty tweets. Um, Ralph has kind of given the interpretation that there will not be a third Modern Warfare in this reboot and that the second one has a conclusion at the end of the campaign. But then I'm like, what does the post-launch story look like if it has to last 12 seasons, right? Because <laughs> you think about the story we got for MW's post-launch, Cold Wars, now Vanguard's. It's like, think of that, but having to stretch across 12 seasons. 100% we're not seeing outro cinematics. There's no way for MW2. I think Cold War will be the odd one out that actually had them. But they have to have a story that lasts. Dude, that's a long time. So it's almost like an MW3, so to speak, in this reboot will have to take place over like a 12-season story arc. That's kind of my interpretation right now. I don't know what you guys think in chat, but um, very interested to see and in how they handle this this next game, dude. Because 
Uh, <laughs> we're, we're, we're in for a very interesting ride, my friends, with uh, with this next launch. And I'm, I'm very curious. Um, yes, that, that is true, Jack Rose. Ink Slasher said the rule of COD is no one's dead until you see them killed. Yeah, that's kind of the rule with everything, I suppose. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Um, also something, I'm not trying to get too much in the war zone, but I, I want to get your thoughts on this, man. I didn't get because you weren't on last time. What were your thoughts on that, uh... That new exploit that was found with, what was it, the the on, the no recoil exploit on PC with, I forgot, DS4, I think it was, Rara exposed oh, it. Oh, yeah. What were your thoughts on how, the, the fact that everything that's been accomplished in Warzone up until this point by anybody, people that have made tens of thousands in, in, in tournament earnings, whatever, all that's kind of like in question now because they may have all been cheating the whole time and you would have never known it. I mean, what are your I thoughts think on that? Just, there's so much external stuff that is being used by people to, uh, openly and, and privately like from VPNs to All maybe this shit. I, I don't I don't know if I I, I don't know of anyone that uses uh, the DS4 thing but I definitely know some people that use uh, or have used VPN correct, uh, in, correct in the past so I just think all that like all that stuff is just it just ruins the credibility of the of the mode uh, in in reality so yeah, it's uh, it's really sad to say. It's almost think, yeah. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say I think the, those tournament stuff is just like I, I don't think I've ever watched one of those tournaments. So it's, I, it kind of makes you question. It's like every other day there's a new tournament being hosted, and that's good for people out there that they really like that. But it's weird how like every other day there's one from I don't know where this money comes from either. Like it comes out of thin air, like ten thousand a year, twenty thousand. I don't know where this money comes from. Uh, and it and then and then it's like you can't even take almost anyone serious with it because you don't know what they're using like i said all these external sources but it's just it's painfully ironic that warzone is like almost what activision wants you to focus on the most because it seems like anybody in that inner circle of like oh yeah you have a crater code or you get you get invited to these events or whatever they're all warzone focused and they just happen to be the same group that may be using these unfortunate exploits and all that. it's just so stupid man i just mm -hmm. it, it, it's it's painfully ironic to see um, and it's hard to take serious when stuff like that's going on. But um, I think you, you brought this up to me off stream. I forgot something about those class setup videos. Like, oh, no recoil this. <laughs> that's kind of also in, in, in question, too, because they were actually just like, abusing this kind of shit with DS4. Imagine imagine if someone makes a video and they use DS4 and they say this gun has zero recoil, but they're using DS4 and don't disclose that to the people that yeah, are lying. That made yeah. the video. That That's a, that's a whole nother like realm of like whoa I, and then i have zero proof of anyone doing that like at all yeah, you so can't, like I, yeah you can't even really prove somebody was using it either for two years straight like, they, they probably got I rid just, of all their yeah i was just bringing it up as a talking point um to kind of show how dangerous uh this stuff is especially even for content creation in itself not just for streaming and getting high kill wins but yeah literally yeah. or literally or literally creating a god weapon out of thin air because you were using external software yeah. Um, I think that I, 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 like I said, I don't know anyone that does that, you know, whatever. Right. We're not trying to make false accusations either chat. Don't get this twisted where I'm like, oh yeah, everyone's cheating. I'm not trying to say that either, but all I'm saying is everything's in question at, at this point. Um, and th then combine that with the amount of cheaters there are. That's why I never understood kill races for Warzone tournaments. It's like RNG lobbies. You don't know who's in there. You don't know who's cheating in there. It's like, I just, I, I don't get it, man. I just, I don't get it. How many tournaments have been ruined from people that went up against hackers and people with God mode? It's like that. It, yeah, Ricochet does its part. It's helping kind of uh, push out a lot of cheaters. But Activision confirmed recently that there was a big influx in cheaters. I think the biggest 
wave they had in a while. So, yeah, Ricochet is not perfect, obviously. People are finding new ways to break the game. Um, there was, however, something I wanted to bring up that I saw, I think it was a week ago. All of a sudden, let's see if I can find the tweet. Was it from Raven or Call of Duty? I forgot who it was. A ban wave happened, like, a week ago. And all of a sudden, a lot of people started getting shadow banned. And I'm wondering if Ricochet picked up on people that were using these external programs like DS4. And I wonder if it started shadow banning people that they could detect using it. And then people out there that are like, oh, why am I shadow banned? What happened? Maybe that's the answer. And they weren't hacking, so to speak, with like weird exploits and and, 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 and cheats, but they were using DS4. Yeah, here, I think, uh, let me see if I, I think that tweet's somewhere here, but uh, maybe that's what's happening. And that's why everyone's like, oh, I can't find a game. What happened? They got caught. <laughs> they got caught right-handed using some weird shit. And, and maybe that's what's going on here. But uh, I, it's... Oh, my God, dude. One thing one, one thing after another lately. It's It's been one thing after another. Um, can't, can't say I'm surprised at all. I just noticed. I think my thumbnail box is off. And uh, let me see that real quick. But yeah, I, I know you don't want to get too much into uh, too much in the war zone. But I just think that it's just painfully ironic that... The, of course, uh, the focus Activision wants you to have happens to be the most, like, exploited, cheated, broken, freaking mess you could think of right now. And it's, it's sad to see, dude. It's really sad to see. I I, I, I don't know, man. Uh, let me see. Oh, I see what happened here. Let me fix this box real quick. Uh, there we go. But yeah, overall, man, uh, Ryra, Ryra was a, a great guest. We'll definitely have him on again in the future. I know uh, you didn't get a chance. To, I think you met him once, but uh, maybe you haven't. Maybe you haven't. We'll, we'll definitely get him on again so we can have another great discussion with him because he, he was really insightful about what's going on. And he had some hot takes that uh, that we also jumped into. Let's see what we got here. Uh, let's see what we have in chat. I honestly don't want to see a brand new premium COD game until after 2025. That's pushing it, man. <laughs> I don't know if we can go that long without another premium COD. I think, to me, I, here was my ideal scenario was this. Treyarch drops their game in 2023, and I would have hoped that it was ready. They dropped their game, and then no more CODs after that. 2024 and onward, nothing else. It would have been perfect timing as well, considering the Microsoft acquisition. Maybe they can come in and just change things up and then... Wait, wait on dropping another COD for a while, but they ended up stopping the COD cycle even earlier than that with this upcoming Modern Warfare. So, I mean, I'll ask you this, Pajardi. Do you think it was smart to delay Treyarch's next game, or should they have waited until that game came out to stop the COD cycle? It's kind of a, it's a hot discussion to have, honestly. That's honestly all depends on um, how, how well perceived MW2 is. Um, right, because right. I, st I still think I, I still think whether whether the game's golden or 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 just complete trash, there's going there's going to be people saying, oh, we would have had this COD release right now, like Treyarch's next COD, um, right. but instead we still have this like pile of garbage or whatever. But I think it's gonna <laughs> yeah. I think it's gonna happen regardless. But it's um, it's just yearly cycle that that's, I, I was not expecting that when I heard that news. I, like, I was dumbfounded. I was absolutely dumbfounded. Yeah, I'm not going to lie, man. At first, it felt like a punch in the gut. I was like, I was like, hold on a second, dude. That's, it might be, it's definitely great news for the devs. And I'm sure they were thrilled about that. I'm also sure for their sake, it was the right move to make. But I think, you know, again, I'm not trying to make this a selfish thing where it's all about content creators. And But I did think about it from 
a creator's perspective, I was like, fuck, dude. <laughs> I was like, hold on a second. I, I feel like unless you're like this modern warfare focused channel or magically Treyarch content doesn't do well for you, then it almost isn't really good news. And it, but at the same time, I think you put it best. I don't know if it was a tweet or somewhere. You said, I think short term, it's going to suck. But long term, it will be the best decision that they could have made to ensure that that game has an incredible amount of content. Uh, that, that, that's all I could hope for. But I, I got to ask you, I mean, I know we talked about content already quite a bit, but um, what do you think will happen to like Treyarch-focused channels? Even mine. I, I know I cover everything, but for the most part, my audience is Treyarch-centered. What, what, what do you see everything looking like over the next year and a half? Like, If you had, if you had to predict anything. Like, shit, dude. Is it really unpredictable? Or can you see... With, with Treyarch stuff? Just with, like, content in general, if you're Treyarch-focused like I am. Like, do, do, do you see me branching out, like, to covering Suicide Squad or something else? Like, what, what, what do you see happening over the next year, man? It's actually crazy I think, to think about. Um, this is, like, obviously one of the scenarios that can happen in the freaking grand scheme of the multiverse. But one of the things <laughs> yeah. that can happen is, like, you know, MW2 comes out. It's kind of the same for you as Vanguard is. And you're kind of okay. like... And you're kind of like, well, shit. I because you're not going to obviously. You just went through Vol Vanguard. So you're not forcing yourself. You're not going to force yourself uh, through another year or two years of a game that you I, you oh, just don't man. like. So then you're gonna. Then there's gonna be an, there's gonna be an option there. There's going to be I'm gonna force myself and hate my life, or I'm going to uh, jump ship and something I can passionately make content on again and and refresh um, and refresh your your mind and everything. Right. Um, but that's obviously probably the worst. Or best case scenario, depending on how that how how it ends after that or how it goes after that. Right. But um, yeah, with Treyarch only stuff, I think yeah, it's gonna suck. I mean, there's there's no way to shortcut it. There's I don't think there's any there's not really a good ending. Or I mean, I think zombies is probably a really is really bad right now because I know you because you, you you still did cover a lot of Vanguard news and stuff, and it's still um, you know it was bearable to do uh but now there's literally nothing to talk about for vanguard which is even which is even worse so. yeah like i know for vanguard what i could think of is like all oh, those you know all 27 bundles of this season i like those videos are aids to make but i did i didn't see one <laughs> season two of vanguard nobody else did them i said mine as well i did my i still do my my early videos if possible you know uh whenever content becomes playable early for the next season i'll cover that uh if there's interest for it but other than that um revive I think put it in chat pretty well. The big positive is if, capital if, people can get through these next two years, hopefully Treyarch's next game gets maybe even more than two years of content straight to be an absolute banger. That, plus like we said earlier, if 2023 is this golden year where you see fucking Black Ops 1 and 2 campaign remasters, even a multiplayer, even a standalone zombies project, that free-to-play game with building, Warzone Mobile might pick up. If we see all of that while MW2 year two is out, It'll be a good year, and may, just mm -hmm. maybe, Modern Warfare Two season coming up. That might be the that, that might be the last like quote unquote struggle a lot of us have to deal with, with content. Um, but I can't lie, man. It's like my last couple of videos have been Cold War Year Two centered, and I, I don't want to be a broken record. I'm not. I'm not remaking the same video over and over again. I've made sure every video has a very certain focus. Um, people that look at just the thumbnail or the title might think otherwise. If you watch the video, look at the timestamps. You guys will see that I've, I've been trying my best to make as crazy original content as I possibly can around a game that actually has interest in it. Um, but it's really hard. I mean, we, this is a Call of Duty podcast for the most part. 
So mm-hmm. imagine having to <laughs> trying to put up an episode every week when there's not much going on in COD. I'm hoping the next week has more to discuss because I feel like right now, like we're I I I've, I think we've burned through pretty much almost all topics today. Um, and we can it, talk it, about Batman more. I'll talk about Batman. We could, yeah, we could, we could. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll definitely we could definitely talk more about Batman. Um, but as I finish night, yeah, that'll be crazy. Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, so it, it it's one of those things, man, where it's like, damn, I think even me. I'm finding it hard to 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 find things to talk about, and I'm really grateful that there is a year or two at all. If anybody's still coping, by the way, something we didn't address. You know, if you save those images from the year two blog post that Treyarch put out about WMD, the, year two. the images, the file names of those images say year two. So if anybody's still coping, oh, it doesn't. It's not real. It's nothing happening. It's just bundles. It's not. It's there. There is content obviously planned, and they've made that very clear with the uh, the file names, but. Um, God, if there wasn't for that, if there wasn't for that, that extra year or two content to talk about, I, 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 I do not know where I'd be right now, man. Um, I don't know what content would look like right now because um, I think I've, I feel like I've made every Vanguard video I could up until this point that I felt like people would care about. Um, and now it's kind of just like, oh, shit. <laughs> Even, I mean, somebody, one of my, a good buddy of mine told me this morning, he's like, dude. Even Charlie Intel's not talking about COD. They're putting out like memes and fucking like random <laughs> shit. It's like that's it's like, a good point. Jesus. Today they put out like this guy's good at look. Look at this. This is really funny actually. They put out this tweet today, uh, saying this guy's got to be good at prop one. It's a dude evading the police. It's a police pursuit, um, and some guy hiding behind a car. Like if you pull this up, it's actually hilarious. Uh, I'm pulling it up right Somebody's now on. Uh, pretty- I just pulled it up. If you're watching this on YouTube, you could see it. There's a guy hiding behind the car and police pull up and literally can't find them somehow. He's literally right there in front of them. So that's why Charlie Intel puts this out and it's like, he should be good at prop one. I, I don't know, man. It's like, <laughs> I think everybody is like trying to figure out their footing right now. Everyone's trying to figure out what to talk about, what to cover. Um, and it, it, I think it's just a really weird spot, man. It's not, and it's not just about content creators. I keep reiterating that. Even the casuals, man. Even the casuals can agree. Like things, things are really weird right now. Um, holy shit, dude. Yeah, uh, you just reminded me, Nier. There's also a report I want to touch on real quickly. So, all of a sudden, we got a report from, I forgot who broke the news on this. Uh, Activision shareholders under investigation for presumed insider trading. And correct me if I'm wrong, that was almost inevitable for a deal that big, for $69 billion of an acquisition. It was inevitable that somebody got the inside scoop a couple of days before and three individuals who just happened to know Bobby Kotick, they, they went and invested, I think it was 109 million into Activision shares. Three days later, the news breaks and they make 60 million in profit. They just happened to know Bobby Kotick and they're under investigation by the department of justice and another agency that's also looking into it. Uh, what, what'll be ironic though, is if they get a slap on the wrist like a hundred thousand dollar fine, and they still profit like sixty mil or fifty nine mil. It's like, oh, it's still profitable to be a crook, dude. What, what is happening, man? Like, I it's, it's like a, Gotham. It's the streets of Gotham. This is Gotham City level. Cor- <laughs> like, I swear to God, Gotham City level corruption here. What the fuck is going on, dude? It's like, I, I it's like the corruption is so strong behind the scenes, and it's like, it's like not not enough people are talking about it. I mean, I, I, shout out to Prestigious Key, legend, for making plenty of content covering uh, all this shit. But um, let me pull this up real quickly. 
like I know I know a few people, completely innocent by the way, like random content creators or people that just had Activision stock already and they they, they managed to get a win from from the acquisition announcement. But dude, I mean, a lot of people probably bought at the dip. That, that's to be expected. But what the fuck, like. <laughs> I almost regret not buying it the dip now. I should have, but I just I I didn't I didn't feel like I, I just didn't feel like it was right to do, man. I was like I, I don't want to support this, but um, I I think a good question for you as well is like, do you think Microsoft just bought at the dip, or do they really care about changing the culture behind the scenes? Because they, there was a report that they decided to put in an offer three days after the report dropped of uh, Bobby Kotick being a piece of shit. So. Uh, do you think they truly cared about the culture or was it just a great business opportunity? I think it might have been a bit of both or more leaning towards the business part of it. What do you I was going to say I was going to say more leaning toward business opportunity because like to have something like Activision under your belt is is a dream of any company. Like it's Oh yeah. A, oh yeah. It, it's a dream of any company. So they saw that opportunity and they wasted no time to to get a deal ready and get a deal accepted because you know you're paying what is it 80 bill for it? 80 69 bill. 69 so million, yeah, sixty nine billion. Like that. That's kind of isn't that like nothing for Microsoft? So it's like oh, uh, and they still have some wiggle room as well to buy something else. They have a certain amount. They, they have a certain budget of what they can spend. And I feel like they, I think they have a little bit of wiggle room left. Another like X amount of billions they can still spend on someone else if they wanted to. Which I don't think they will because at this point that's too much. But uh, yeah, I definitely think the stars align for that. And I definitely think uh, it wasn't a, an overnight decision that they that they were like, oh, this happened. Now we're gonna go. No, let's let's look into uh, taking this. I think it was uh, in the deal. It, it was in the in the uh, the blueprint for a while that they were that had their eyes on Activision. It was just now was the perfect. Yeah, time. yeah. Because it, it, it's ironic too that uh, I think it was the day this report dropped that oh Microsoft put in an offer three days after Activision crashed. It was it was ironic right away. Responses were like oh so Phil Spencer doesn't really care about the culture behind the scenes, and it's like it's unclear what what these people think. But yeah. I, I promise you, it, it was probably much more about business than than oh yeah, let's clean up Activision, let's fix what, the problems with fucking all because these allegations. If, yeah. If you, if you think about it like this, if you go into something saying, yeah, we're gonna clean up, we're gonna clean up all this, we're gonna clean up all that, and yeah, they will. There, I'm, there's no doubt in my mind. It's inevitable. Yeah, it's inevitable. They will. Yeah. But and that and that thing, it's kind of like a like a word of mouth respect type of thing. Like, oh, Microsoft owns it now, and Microsoft owns it now. I'm gonna go do this. I'm gonna go buy that for them. And so it kind of like in a way promotes more business for it. Yes. Um, yes. By saying like, yeah, we're gonna do all these things, which I, I which hopefully they do. I, I believe that I believe that good will come from it. So right, right, right. No, I, I that's what I'm thinking. Good, good will come from it. But I think it's those intentions people are questioning now. But it's like at the end of the day. I think it's like a pick your poison scenario. What would you rather have? Bobby Kotick and the usual execs stay at Activision, make their money. Shit continues the way it is. Or Microsoft buys in, kicks all these fuckers out. Even though these assholes have golden parachutes, they're going to walk out with a lot of money. Either way, it's like they're making money regardless. So at this point, it's like pick your poison. Which scenario would you rather Would you rather see happen? Um, so I think, I think Microsoft acquiring them is probably one of the best things to happen. But um, yeah. It goes back to my tweet from earlier. Cod is in a very, very weird place to where there's so many, qu- there's more questions than answers, and it gets frustrating to see that. <laughs> well, we don't have enough answers here, but um, I, I have to, I have to just thank everybody out there again who stuck around uh, just the past couple of months. Even if Vanguard's not your cup of tea, like mm-hmm. even hopping onto my vid, dropping a comment, dropping a like, even if you don't watch it in full, like any support goes a long way, and it really means a lot. Um, I've tried to obviously put out different styles of content as well when I can, 
you know, in a way that doesn't hurt my channel. I really enjoy doing, you know, this is something Fajardi and I talked about a while ago, though, you know, covering the bundles. Because I, I covered all the bundles for the most part during year one, but in a news format. Now with the year two bundles, I've tried to do that in a gameplay format where we hop into each mode, like live gameplay style, like Cutcom, and I'll hop into each mode with, with the new blueprint, the new finishing move, or whatever, and we, we kind of preview everything like in a gameplay in a gameplay sense. I really enjoy doing that. Um, and I've had a lot of fun doing that for the year two bundles. And I'll be doing that again with all the upcoming bundles as well. So yeah, I've just been trying to... Uh, Trying to do uh, as much as I can to kind of diversify the content since there's not much news at the moment. I also, uh, speaking of that, once this new PC comes in, obviously, chat, you'll be seeing, uh, I would say, more frequent streams. I, I, I really love streaming. I really do. And that'll never come ahead of my videos and that, and that priority. But I definitely love being able to just do, like, you know, an evening stream couple times a week for a couple hours just to chill and obviously i have that i have that thing where i i almost i don't i almost don't have self-control when i'm streaming we'll just keep going and going and going <laughs> and we're just having too much fun we can't stop um obviously you gotta have more control with that where we 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 uh every time just flies by way too much when i'm streaming but um doing more more evening streams i think would be great just to, i think that helps with growth as well right now considering videos are kind of you know what I mean? So I think streams will definitely help out um, wherever videos are lacking. Here's the specs. I'm going to put them on screen again. Can people see? I hope people can see this. Um, yeah, it's obviously expensive as hell. But th th I think, like you said, this is this is a computer that I won't really have to upgrade much for the foreseeable future. This is, this is a, a, a monster that can help streaming. I want to throw Warzone on there. Uh, I definitely want to improve my production as best as I can. And also, all recording will be done on the PC as well. I'll keep editing on my Mac and, and do my production on there. But all recording and streaming will be done through this beast of a PC. Um, could even do 4K as well. Um, but yeah, well, anybody who can see these specs in chat... I think somebody's criticism was like the RAM could be better, but for the most part, uh, what would you say, man? I think this is this is a. You think this is a, a even though the thirty ninety is pretty overpriced because of the scalper bullshit. But what would you say? I think, uh, I think max FPS on any game is going to be like thirty. So. <laughs> yeah, imagine if you yeah, had drop 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 six K on a computer for thirty FPS. Yeah, that's uh Yeah, that's what you're gonna get with Warzone. Doesn't matter how good your computer is. Well Warzone is Warzone. I'm just happy to take it off my goddamn PS5 that can't run it. Cold War will run crazy on it though. Mm -hmm. If you want to buy it for PC. But yeah, I definitely I'm definitely looking into uh That's what I'm saying. You should have bought all your games when a holiday sells are uh, I'm, I'm not too worried about that, man. If anything, I, I need more tax write-offs for uh, 2022 because uh, my, 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 my recent tax <laughs> yeah, appointment, I, I didn't have enough uh, tax write-offs. So. Skeptic, he does have M.2. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's the MVME. It's the MVME, if I don't believe. Yeah, it's on there. It's on there. Yeah. And you and again, I'm not trying to act like a PC expert for those out there in chat watching. And I am not an expert on Windows or PC. Part. I'm new to that completely. So feel free to school me all you want on that. I'm not an expert, uh, which is hilarious. So yeah, chat. Lots of I, I'm excited to kind of uh, diversify a bit. I, I'm no longer a partner on Facebook Gaming, so uh, I can't say much about that. Maybe one day, but um, yeah, now I have some extra time to um, put towards either some other YouTube content or obviously more streams as well that I definitely want to get into. But before we wrap up, let's go ahead and jump into our favorite topic. Who are these motherfucking people, which accidentally played a little bit too early at the beginning of our podcast? Let's uh, jump into that. Who are these people? <laughs> yeah, I think something happened with OBS to where now there's two of you. 
Okay. <laughs> My OBS is all over the place today, chat. I, I will clean this up after There's we end this me. episode. Yeah, there was two of you for a second. I will I will clean all this up uh, once I end <laughs> this podcast. I don't know what happened to OBS this week. I don't know. A lot, a lot of things were a little bit out of whack. I don't know how that happened. All right. Let's look at... I, there's definitely some ones in the server I want to look at, too. I haven't, I haven't seen that in a while. Here's this one. Now you're just blatantly clickbaiting. The last five videos have been identical. You down bad. I, 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 won't, I won't deny. Yeah, I think a lot of content creators are down bad with ideas. But I have promised that every year two video I've made over the past like, couple of weeks has had a different focus and has talked about new things that weren't addressed in the previous video. Some things get repeated when they're relevant, but I try to make sure that each video has a purpose and there's a reason for you to stick through the end and watch it. Um, so yeah, somebody clearly just looked at the title and thumbnail and uh, didn't actually pay attention. It's easy to drop a nuke when sitting there camping the spawns like a bun. Um, I, I replied to this guy, what else do you want me to do? Push their spawn aggressively and get one tap by the tech nine, cringe. Yeah, I, I think that's a fair response to this guy because it's like... Uh, not that I think Cold War's TTK is fine, but there are some really broken weapons now. So I don't know what you expected me to do, um, <laughs> besides spawn trap them and just destroy their whole, their whole lobby with my team. Sorry, but what's a WMD? I feel really bad for this guy who has not played the legendary map from Black Ops 1 or in BO4. Shows you how many people, uh, actually played that. Um, this is yeah. a comment on one of my polls I did asking people why they thought wmd got delayed one of the options i put was because of the russian conflict and this guy this guy posted time to unsub the conflict in russia has nothing to do with this lmfao rip this channel bro fall from grace i don't know like is that supposed to is that supposed to call me woke is that, is that what that was meant to get at i don't get what that was like and i'm not woke at all so i don't know what uh i don't know what that was trying to infer but um i just added it as an option because a lot of people actually thought that as well that's why i included it Hey, Mr. DK, we would like us as a Vanguard community to have another opportunity for them to put the first attack on Titan Blueprint so as not to keep the second they have added. If you can use your influencer resources on Twitter, if they can put it in the store for a while of two more weeks. Um, English. And yeah, I, I, I wish I had uh, influencer resources that, I, that I, I could rely on to help you guys out. But uh, maybe one day that'll happen. Uh, I, you know, I, I could ask someone about it that... Is pretty important that they might be able to get something done but um yeah i mean i, I can't believe they they stopped selling that I, I guess it was limited time i didn't even know that um you're good at content and i watch your videos but i think i'll stop now your thumbs and titles have led me to thinking new colder content is being added but for the past two months nothing and a single gun that can be unlocked from mw that you can't even use an mp right now does not count to me so until we see some real cold war dlc i'll see you later I, you know what I feel like happened, bro? I feel like, because I made a video the day before WMD was supposed to come out saying, oh my God, tomorrow's the day, guys. I'll be streaming. Let's get it. And it got delayed. I feel like people out there genuinely believed that I was like making shit up and was like, oh yeah. it's Even though there's a blog post from Treyarch that said it was it was coming last Friday. Uh, I, I don't know what happened and why it got delayed, but best, my best guess is Russia. Um, but uh, it's literally, I mean, how many times have scoopers and, and hackers literally pulled up uh, all the blueprints coming, WMD and jungle modes? I mean, I don't know what else you, I don't know what else needs to be confirmed to you, but um, fix the f in game. You now have blueprints won't unlock on battle pass. It kick you back to beginning every time you want to play another match. I mean, dang, what does that mean? I don't know what that means. Uh, why does it give me a notey two days later? This is actually a good comment. Uh, and I'm like, because YouTube's, YouTube's perfect and doesn't have any issues. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm sorry if you guys have my notifications late on YouTube. Um, 
I appreciate those that can still, you know, check my channel at least once a day to see if I posted. It means a lot because notifications don't always work. Keep hearing all this stuff about Kolor Year 2, and yet there is nothing new. Starting to think it's all BS. As far as Vanguard Season 2 Reloaded possibly being disappointing, why wouldn't it be? The whole game's disappointment. Why would Season 2 be any different? Uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll just move on from that. Anything in the uh, server now? There could be. I think there could be some stuff. This might be some spicy stuff here. A lot of disrespectful comments towards Ukraine. We're not going to read that for obvious reasons. Uh, virtue signaling. <laughs> a lot of stuff here. Uh, unpopular opinion. Duran Fong's better than the Tortured Path. I don't agree with that. I actually don't agree with that, to be honest with you. I think Tortured, <laughs> yeah. Tortured Path is AIDS, but actually offers some interesting dynamics that I think were better than Duran Fong. I, I, I mean, that's a hot take, too. Um... <laughs> Oh, dude, this is this is actually really funny. So Keemstar actually had a fit the day that they announced that, uh, or the day the news broke about COD 2023 being delayed from Treyarch. Keem, Keem tweeted out, I literally hate every single person who supports these new two-year cycles. I really don't care if we had a bad COD. I only play the game for a month and don't touch it for the rest of the year. It's literally a tradition to play the new COD every November. Y'all suck. That's actually really funny because it actually sparked some, it sparked some big debate in, in, his, in, his, respo in his replies. Uh... That, yeah, I mean, even if the game's bad, people only play it, like, around November, December anyway. I think it's deeper than that, though. I think because of Warzone, Activision really wants these games to last, so there is a reason why they're going to end up pushing back uh, Treyarch's next game. I think Activision, of all publishers, knows exactly what Treyarch's capable of, and they know for a fact what they've had to deal with over the past couple of years, which is completely unfair to them. Um, so that's why I'm going to give them more time to make their next game, but I thought that was kind of funny from Keemstar. Um, what else do we have? Uh, what? All I wanted to do was give my chem teacher some cupcakes as gratefulness for being my teacher. And I said I liked MILFs. She liked 25, so she doesn't fall in the category. Huh? That was like a stream comment, too. Where did that come from? Uh, oh, this is a comment. I think when I was solving those those steps on uh, Terra Maledicta. Don't act like creators didn't tell you the steps in secret. Yeah, <laughs> we're, not, we're, we're, we're not that. We're not those kind of guys, man. We don't. We don't. Uh, we don't do any of that. You know what? Did, did we have a podcast touching on your thoughts on uh, season two? Like, did, what, did, did I? I don't know if I. If you touched on like what your thoughts were on the launch season two and Terra Maledicta. I did. I did. I did. I did. You, okay, yeah. I was a mixture because I don't. I can't remember now because there's been a couple of Fridays. Like there was one Friday we couldn't stream because the internet was down. There was another podcast, obviously, that you weren't there because of your vacation, and I did one with Rara. And then there was one last Friday we couldn't do because of the uh, because Cold of the, War update. The, the Cold War update. So yeah, no, I, I think we touched on it already, but yeah, uh, wow, <laughs> season two of Vanguard, man, uh, definitely in a in a weird place, bro. But Terra Maledicta, as predicted, lasted like two days for some people, and it's like, yeah, I feel bad, man. I just feel bad for for zombie people too. Um, also, what's going on with, like, the typical COD Psycho energy? Everybody wants for dance back. Are you sure about that? Are you sure about that? I don't, I don't want anything to do with Warzone, so. <laughs> yeah, I've seen these a lot of weird, a lot of really sus uh, comments lately, man. Um, but, yeah, to kind of wrap up, again, there's just not much happening in the COD scene. Uh, yeah, when are you starting Arkham Knight? You're starting it tonight? or uh, Oh, no, yeah, Arkham City stuff. Is still I, got, I, got, I got side missions, Harley Quinn's Revenge, and then we start night. Beautiful man, yeah. You got you. You, have to, you definitely have another uh, good month of Arkham content. 
Um, I'm tempted, chat, to literally put up a stream where we just play. We just play them all again. I did it. I, I do that like every couple of years. I just play them all back to back. Do that in one in one sitting. No shot. Oh no! All, all in once. Oh, you're saying all in one sitting? That's like a do, thirty do hour all, stream. All, all three in one sitting. Do it. Oh man, I don't know about that one, bro. See, I think... Here's the thing: if you don't, if you just do, if you just do the, uh, um, you know. The story missions, that's it won't even six, take that long. That's still six to seven hours pop or tops on Asylum and City each. And then night is like 11 hours story. Let's only. see. Let's see oh, how many hours I have on I have an Asylum. That's I mean, a lot, yeah. So I have I have eight hours on Asylum and I have nine hours on City. Yeah, you know, it's, <laughs> it's also just not healthy. Because I think if I, drank, if, I, if I got really good sleep the night before, drank G Fuel... I just darted my way through each story. It's possible, but that's just it's just unhealthy to sit there for that long, man. You got to get up and move. That's just so unhealthy. Um, my my confusing what confusing me is why is Robin like a part of the cover art and marketing when he's literally in it for like two seconds? Uh he's the he is. I think you play as him almost the most in Harley Quinn's Revenge, Arkham City DLC. And oh, what a spoil, man! Sorry, uh, man. Yeah, um, and. I think because you get to obviously all the challenge maps and DLC, you could play as him. There's like a small story with Nightwing as well. Um, <gasps> so, yeah, there, there's, there's, there's a couple things that Gotham Knight should have been canon. What the hell are they doing? Yeah, n nobody spoil Knight, please, for Fajardi. But I, I, we're, we're gonna t we'll go on a tangent about that when he finishes Knight because I, I don't understand that approach to Gotham Knights. I don't understand what they were thinking. Uh, I really don't get that. Oh, I, you know what? I almost forgot, dude. Before we touch on more Batman, Snoop Dogg joining FaZe Clan. Dude, was that in anybody's bingo card? Like, what the fuck? No. Because not, I mean, not only is he a rumored operator for, like, April 20th, apparently, in Vanguard and Warzone, but uh, then he joins FaZe. He's, like, on the board of directors. And then, obviously, he did the Super Bowl halftime show. I mean, Snoop Dogg's everywhere, man. What are your thoughts on that real quick? That was, that was crazy to me. Yeah, he's he's completing all the side quests right now. That's what he's doing. He's doing everything possible. I mean, good for him, man. He's two hundred and forty percent complete. Yeah, like seriously, dude. Uh, I think that's incredible. But yeah, I actually I maxed out. Um, I maxed out uh, all all the Arkham games. I got a hundred percent on all of them. No shot. I got all the riddles. <laughs> I didn't. I don't know why I didn't get the platinum trophies for them though. I don't know. I think it says Asylum and City. I did a hundred percent on three sixty. Um, I didn't. I, I think uh, Night Doll was on PS4. I don't know why I didn't platinum. I, I think, platinum, but, but I did. All I the, think if uh, go ahead. I was gonna say, I think if I download a save file of 100%, I'll get all the achievements on Steam. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I might do that actually. I mean, I have 27 out of 40 on on Night and 20 out of 64 on City. That's yeah. not even that bad for just kind of. That's crazy. Yeah, that's something else. Um, 100%. But yeah, mod. no. I just I don't know. I'm, I'm like I'm all like excited and, and shit about you playing the Arkham games. They're my favorite games ever. So I'm, I'm like, I'm super interested in like your reactions to, uh, to everything going on in those games, man. Cause it's like right now, man, it's like, fuck bro. Like, what have I been doing? <laughs> like seriously past like pff, two weeks, I want to say, I mean, even more. I just been like, if whenever I hop on, I'm like, I'm, I'm, dr I'm sweating nukes in cold war, uh, grabbing B roll for videos and j literally chilling. Like I haven't, I haven't been doing much. Um, couple things IRL, but besides that, like, it's been, it's been pretty quiet, man. So I'm just really hoping this week coming out, please, dude, please have some marketing, some content drop. I want to be able to, I want to do more. I want to, I want to post more. I want to do a lot more, but right now it's been really tough. Um, I have a video that should go up tonight. 
Um, <laughs> I'm just I'm trying to keep things alive, Chad. I'm trying so hard. A video tonight. Yeah, I have I have something on deck, but I, I'm just I'm trying so hard to keep things going. Uh, haven't made a zombie vid in like two weeks, so I might, I might do one of those tonight. Uh, so I've just been trying to diversify and post everything possible. Um, but I'm glad you're staying busy, man. I'm really I'm glad you're staying busy. I'm glad we got this episode. Yeah. In. Um, we'll try to have a guest on next week. Uh, a couple people on deck in mind. Just get work. We gotta work around their schedules, but. I want to get Prestige back on at some point. It's been a while since we had him. Um, mm -hmm. Definitely want to have some more uh, some more guests on at some point. But yeah, chat. Uh, overall, I think it's been it, it's hard. I mean, doing a COD podcast <laughs> when there's like nothing going on in COD, it's like it's definitely it's definitely been a it's definitely been a, a challenge to say the least. But um, yeah, well, I mean, any any art. I think you have something planned, right? You're going to be posting on Twitter soon. You have a couple of projects, I think, in mind. I, I don't. I, to be honest, I don't know. I, I might. Just I'm thinking what I'm going to do with with Twitter at the moment. Uh, I, I really wanted to post more this year, but I think what's going to happen with that is um, there's just going to be a lot uh, less posts, but the posts are going to be like way more high quality, like on the level yeah. of uh, like yeah. bundles and type shit. Because uh, it's not like a, a matter of uh, yeah, you know, like I don't I don't want to post anything. It's just like there's there's not really a lot to post, so all the no, stuff yeah, is yeah. more shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it's it, it's tough, Chet. It's uh, it's definitely it's definitely a crazy moment right now. We're we're, we're witnessing a, we're just witnessing such a just odd period for even gaming too. Because I feel like I was looking at the other day, I was looking at um some other big channels out there as well that are even branched out beyond COD. And like I don't I don't want to say it's because people went back to work because you know the whole lockdown thing and everybody was at home watching more content. I, I content was fine before that too. I just think the the pandemic and the, the the lockdowns may have helped a little bit, where more people were at home watching videos. But it, it's just lately, man. It just seems like in, YouTube in general has been in a, a really weird place. Like I just think gaming right now. I don't know. Maybe maybe there's too many consistent flops. Like Vanguard, Battlefield, Halo didn't flop, but Halo hasn't been updated in a while. Forge got delayed till season three. Co-op campaign got to, like so many AAA titles released in just terrible states. And, and updates haven't been positive for any of them. So I think right now gaming in general is in a really just down period where so many disappointments, so many delays, so much this, so much that. Um, also forgot, this is actually crazy. I want to hear your thoughts on this real quick. The doc finally addressed his Twitch ban, and we still don't know the reason why he was banned. But he did mention in a, in a statement yesterday that he resolved any legal dispute he had with them. No party admits to any wrongdoing. I'm still on the fence of saying, okay, tinfoil hat conspiracy. They felt like they were overpaying him. They may have found out through the grapevine that he was shopping himself around. May have been looking at a deal with Mixer at the time. And then Twitch got pissed about that. And then banned him. I don't know what happened, bro. I think what happened, Mixer, because Mixer shut down and Shroud and Ninja had to come back. So, and they just, and I'm pretty sure they just recently re-signed him. Correct. Uh, they had just recently resigned so, Doc at that point. So they were like, oh, we got to make some money to sign people back on. Let's just ban them <laughs> to get yeah. Shroud Ninja they, back. Yeah, yeah. Because they, and yeah, that's the thing, man. But Ninja didn't even sign with Twitch again, did he? Did he just come back and yeah, sign to them? Did he, he sign to them? I'm pretty sure he resigned. Okay, okay. Yeah, maybe I just forgot. Because Doc isn't signed with YouTube yet. He didn't get signed signed. He's just on there. He didn't get like a deal like, or maybe he, did he get one recently? Like Courage and Valkyrie. I don't, I don't know if, maybe I could be mistaken i don't remember if doc signed uh, something with youtube he's just on there i don't know i think i, I maybe I, he I'm did because this is his second year now on there so maybe, maybe he did 
but the fact that he was willing to sue kind of has me thinking like he was willing for the info to be put out there because like, he said he knew what the band was from and that he was suing the hell out of him for it. So the fact that he knew what it was, it must not have been anything like some of the conspiracy folks were saying like, oh, it was something criminal. It's like, no, nah, man, it wasn't that serious. It was something silly probably that he was he was he was OK with being public. That's why he sued. But I guess Twitch might have just signed him a, a fat check and said, hey, this is what we owe you. Um, let's keep our mouth shut about this and let's move on. Maybe and then maybe one day the news will come out. But that was really interesting in the gaming world yesterday, chat. That we got that. Um, yeah, man, that's that's absolutely incredible. Oh, Gish is in chat. Yeah, you because you had left chat my, during my last year. I was trying to gift you. I can't gift you that Modern Warfare bundle, man. You have to let me know. Uh, message me right now after the stream ends. I'll hop on and try to do it. You wanted a Modern Warfare bundle, and I couldn't gift it to you because you weren't online. Uh, I actually reinstalled MW Multiplayer because I couldn't see the bundle through Warzone. Yeah, the uh, me right now. I'll definitely get that to you. That, that's John Wick, I think, from uh, from our last stream. He uh, he won one of our our private matches in Rebirth. So yeah, yeah, you were the only person that didn't get gifted. The other two did get their gifts. Um, but yeah, Doc confirmed he's staying on YouTube, which is cool. So uh, YouTube gaming will continue to thrive with more and more creators because I just think uh, Twitch is not it, man. I just, they made one too many mistakes, and I just I can't stand by their their platform. But yeah, with that being <laughs> folks, chat. Um, bit of an interesting episode. Talked about. A couple of other things, not COD related, but I think that's uh, that's justified considering where we are right now. But definitely hoping for more uh, Cold War content this week. Hoping to do some more streams. Uh, definitely got a couple of videos planned. Um, I'm, I'm kind of saving my, my Black Ops 4 documentary video until uh, things kind of pick back up energy-wise. I don't want to drop that at the wrong moment when, like, nothing's happening and no one cares. I want to drop that when everybody's, like, into COD again and everybody uh, and everybody's interested. I want to I wanna get things going with that, but... Um, yeah, any other, uh, any other thoughts, man? Anything we should address real quick? Uh, anything um, that you could think of that we didn't touch on today? I think we kind of got through everything we could, not, surprisingly. Yeah, not really. Nothing from my end. Yeah, I think this is definitely, uh, oh, what the hell? Director of Fall Guy, or I'm sorry, Free Guy is directing Deadpool 3. And a new Xbox game console leaked, codenamed Keystone. What the hell? <laughs> I guess that, that, uh, that's some news today, chat. Deadpool 3 got a director, and we have a new Xbox. Okay. That's our bombshell for today. That's our bombshell for today. Yeah, so uh, quite a few bombshells. Oh, 20 minutes ago from Ralph. Modern Warfare 2's third mode DMZ will supposedly follow an elaborate storyline in continuation from the campaign, chronicling particular characters, fronts, and quests. That's why it's like, dude, how are they going to do the post-on story for MW2? They have to worry about 12 seasons worth this mode and then your season cinematic cutscene. That's a lot of story they have to cover. So I guess it makes sense why there won't be like MW3 anytime soon. The MW3 will literally be the post-launch. So this is crazy, man. I'm really hoping for the best, Jack, because, hey, DMZ might might honestly bang this, whatever this Escape from Tarkov mode is. I still want to play it, by the way. When I get the PC, we'll definitely, we'll definitely, mm -hmm. uh, maybe we'll stream that and be like, hey, this is what DMZ could look like. Um, that mode could be huge. That could carry the entirety of MW2, not even MP or Warzone, but DMZ, the Escape from Tarkov mode, that, that could really, that can carry a lot of shit. That news dropped 20 minutes ago. Um, so that's interesting that we were alive for that. But yeah, chat, like I said before, anytime we miss a bombshell is only because of internet issues, uh, for some reason not being able to make it, or if something else comes up, like, you know, a new update drops in Cold War and we're streaming that instead, uh, gameplay-wise. Um, but don't forget, 30% off G Fuel, Code Dynamite from now until Monday. Also 10% off all AIM controller orders over $50. You get yourself a nice custom remote like this. AIM, I believe, is the only company that does, uh, custom logos on their bills as well. 
I don't think Scuff does that anymore. I think partners maybe get it, but anybody who goes and makes an aim control, they can get their logo on it, which is awesome. And their paddles are great, man. Lifetime warranty. Mm -hmm. Fan I know some fantastic people over there that work there. They're just really good at what they do. I think the uh, marketing manager for AIM also landed a job at, uh, at Gamer Advantage as well. So he works at both now, which is amazing, man. Fantastic people. But yeah, folks, with that being said, thank you all once again, sincerely, from the bottom of my heart. Thank you all for the support uh, with the Ukraine, Ukraine fundraiser. Um, so happy to see where that's going. Also, thank you for all the support on recent videos. I know it's a lot of year two Cold War stuff. If that's your cup of tea, thank you for supporting that. I've tried to make as I've tried to make as many unique videos as I can with actual uh, meaningful content in them, not just like oh let's repeat the same shit over and over again to, to keep the channel alive. That's not my intention at all. I'm just trying to keep things going. It's difficult, um, but yeah. With that being said, hopefully get a video out tonight, and we will see you guys in the next one. Peace out, everybody.